Okay, she had to have heard that. I'm swallowing loud. I'm breathing loud. My heart is pounding loud. Oh, and she's touching me. She's touching my back. She's touching my shoulder. Her lips are against my shoulder. It's almost like a kiss. This is it. You're gonna turn over, and you're gonna look directly into the eyes of your dad. Hi, Dad. <laughs> Happy oh, Father's Day. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's funny. Yesterday was Father's Day. Uh, you listened to an off week episode. Finally, it's been a bit because off fucking... weeks with nerds. <laughs> off weeks of tits. Um. Yeah, it was E3, so we had a it was a crazy week. But we have a guest this week. Hold please. Yo, what's up? It's your boy, the Nintendo boy, the um guy who likes the the take the pictures of toys. It's Jester Nine Five Finn. What's going on, everybody? How you doing? What's up, Finn? Also, what's the business, y'all? It's your boy Jester Nine Five Four back in the building. Numero. I wasn't allowed to come for E three coverage, so it's okay. yeah. Keith said we're guestless because Seth Meyer also Seth Meyer's also wanted to be on, but. Uh, we were afraid it was going to go too long. It, had we known we were going to record on Saturday, it would have been different. But we were supposed to record Thursday, and we recorded till like 11 p.m. the first night, and I was not trying to be up that late. Yeah, it's all good. And then we thought if there's a third no, I know, person... I, I, no, I, I, no, I get it. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, this week we're doing Baki Season 2 and Ooh. a Hunter Hunter... Battle of the Wills. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even sure how the battle goes. I guess it's just you guys debating whether you, like your your points of what you like or not. Because it's it's such a giant show, you can't really like go over it completely. No, no, no. no. We'll just finally get can, a uh, platform to air our. Grievances. I guess you know uh, air like your favorite parts and your also parts you didn't like, which I'm sure may conflict. Oh, Finn's gonna say he didn't. He didn't didn't like anything. <laughs> yeah, it's very okay. Well, hold on, hold on. Hold on. There's like hold your punches. A couple things I'm not a huge <laughs> fan of, but I mean, when it's like your favorite show, period, it's hard to be like, I just didn't like a lot of stuff with it. Like I know you didn't like a lot of stuff that didn't bother me. So, it yeah. I mean, look, Boy Meets World is a perfect show. I don't think there's a single episode of that show that's bad. Uh, Bro, you remember that? Was there that one Halloween episode? I what? think I saw where like everyone it was like the murder mystery. Yeah, dude. Yeah, no, that's a on. that's a dream. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, the that one. Crazy. That's in the later seasons. So it's like uh, the second to last season, I think. Um, and then it turns out Corey's killing everyone because he's dreaming. I can't remember, but yeah, there's like one a that was crazy. One that was crazy. I like Boy Meets World, but uh, I was a huge fan of a uh, Girl Meets World as well. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> so Girl Meets World, I watched a couple episodes, and it didn't capture the same spark for me that Boy Meets yeah. World did. But I'm I'm old. You know what I mean? I thought it was still good and i loved that all of the cameos that they brought back and all the characters that came back were like still so true to who they were oh yeah that's why you watch it like i watched the actual show and i'm not even gonna front like it's not the best it's pretty corny and kind of cringy a lot of the time but you mostly just watch it for like the little nuggets of like oh that's from that show i like that show 
Uh, the I mean, did you ever see the one where Corey <laughs> catches Sean in his underwear and sitting next to Topanga, and he says the classic line where he says, "Underpants." <laughs> I don't think I did. No, I that's heavy when I was though. A youngin, when I was watching reruns of that in Full House, bro, that's some I heavy shit. Give her shit. another shot. Corey's his brother or his friend? No, no. So Corey, so Corey's the main kid, curly hair. Yeah. Sean's the cool kid. That's his best friend. Sean, yeah. And what happened is Sean had to run into the library. Sean's in the good-looking guy. He's yeah. the he's the hot guy. He's the one all the girls liked. He was the bad boy. And he's sitting next to Corey's girlfriend Topanga in his in his underwear when they're in college. Yeah, and it was like oh a, he fucked. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah, he. It's did. when they're in college. They're in the library. <laughs> no, he fucked her in the mouth really no they're in the library and he had to run in in his underwear because something bad happened like he got chased out of a dorm or something and then he's sitting there with a blanket over his lap and topanga's just the one there entendre no they didn't fuck they didn't fuck topanga also waited till she was married no Aaron, you gotta open up your third eye man didn't prying open my third eye yeah, she did. No, she didn't. Her and Corey both waited till they were married. No, they, they were did going not. to have sex, and then they didn't, and they waited till they were married. That's what they show you on the show, which is what they tell you in real the life. The show is the only thing. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, I'm I'm not sure if you know this. It's it's, it's fake. Yeah, it's <laughs> not, not real life, dude. Uh, I mean, it is. That's what they all tell you. Boy Meets World was real life to me because I felt like it really mimicked a lot of real life. So I mean, obviously, it's corny. Like it's the same shit. It's it's Wonder Years. It's Growing Pains. It's Step by Step. It was family life sitcom. Yeah, you know, and those were those were great. It's the oh, best also, of wait, all. Let me glory. be. Let me be. Let me be. Um, what's the word? Uh, progressive. It, it's Family Matters. It's you know. How it's also you? other things. It's I, well, I just named a bunch of stuff. You know, it's also you know whatever. But um. Wow, Jesse! Wow, it's Dora the Explorer. Wow! It's All I'm saying is that, like, you it's know, not fucking Dora the Explorer, you piece <laughs> of shit. Listen, there's Boy Meets World, and then there's literally everything else. Boy Meets World is—it's wh- the top is, of the fucking mountain. It's Wonder Years. It shits on Wonder Years, dude. No because way. Wonder Years only went two seasons, I think. Or no, we, oh. dude, we talked about it last <laughs> time that I was on. Wonder oh, they had Years, six seasons. Wonder Years went from when they were like eight years old to when they were like eighteen years old. I don't think they went through all the way through high school. Don't you remember when the Wonder Years knowledge? Remember when the nerd guy was eventually like looked like Kylo Ren and he was huge with a giant nose? Yeah, his nose. He's a lawyer now. By the end of it, his nose was bigger than he was when he was a kid. Yeah, he uh, he quit acting after Wonder Years. So did Winnie Cooper. Yeah, she became like a scientist or some shit. He became a lawyer. Pursue pursue your dreams, man. And then Blossom became a neuroscientist and then joined Big Bird. Yeah, you want to know what's crazy? So Finn says, "Follow your dreams," right? But where the fuck does all that get you when in the end you were already a fucking movie star basically you were a TV star but you were already famous you already did the thing just keep living that shit ride that wave and then be that, done dude that may not have been the, their dream because when they what, the, what happened was is they were children and their parents sacrificed them to basically you know like the TV gods yeah that's the money I, gods. that's that's a way to put it their parents sacrificed their bodies and their youth to the TV gods and allowed them to be uh, succumb to horrible things as children and then by the time they became adults they had money and then some of them decided to either keep going like Leo DiCaprio you know he, Do want, you think... he wanted to keep go fucking bitches on a boat and some of them said I want to get an education look at Dolph Lundgren that motherfucker's a genius too Do you think Fred Savage ever looks at I'm, I'm assuming he's married his wife's vagina when they're about to get down and goes I'm about to go savage mode <laughs> No I doubt he has sex with his wife dude No? He probably fucks girls on their five minutes after they turn eighteen, 
How dare you? <laughs> Do you remember when he was in the uh, Lifetime movie with uh, the big sister from Full House? No, where I don't, I don't kills, watch Lifetime. He kills a chick with a, a dumbbell or whatever? No. <laughs> no. Candace Cameron. He, he kills her because he's jealous. He beats her up, and then her best no. friend has to figure it out. Those people are damaged, man. They they all get spunked on in their face when they're six by like no. old men. Kirk Cameron and Candace Cameron became super Christian. Because they're trying to find God because they saw the devil when they were children. That's why. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> especially in that time frame, I mean, those those people were not treating uh, child. No, I mean, there look no, at Corey there Feldman, Corey Haim. I mean, the, they, Corey Feldman is open about DiCaprio, it. Look at DiCaprio, bro. You know what's crazy? Corey Feldman's so open about how many people fucked him in his asshole when he was a little kid, and he still says Michael Jackson was not one of them. Damn it. True. Shut it down! Okay, so... Um, so I'll go first on weeks. Uh, yeah, Jester, what's up with you, man? So, I mean, I've played a couple of games, not too many. Um, I played a couple, of, a little bit of the Castlevania Anniversary Collection, which is great. Uh, once again... Just a reminder to people that are like, Castlevania is the shit. You played Symphony of the Night. Castlevania is hard as fuck. I've been playing Castlevania my whole fucking life. And I started playing Simon's Quest again the other day. Those games are brutal. I love them. I don't even find them fun, to be honest, because I Symphony of the Night was a unique creature because it had RPG mechanics. Like it had, not mechanics, it had RPG systems in it. So like, and it doesn't play like Castlevania. And leveling and stuff like that. <laughs> Castlevania is just jump around and hit things and die jump around and hit it's things a platformer and die. Mm-hmm. it's a platform it's it's a very aggressive action platformer and those games are the shit i love them the soundtrack obviously like the design of like the gothic evil stuff and the dracula the music is the main thing that i i love and the story also they're so difficult you know so i played that some it was fun um and a bunch of other stuff uh fire pro wrestling World released some DLC. It got um, put on sale. They released a, a light heavyweight DLC, which was pretty awesome that I played. I'm still playing because it's very long. This is a very good wrestling game, by the way. Um, I also saw AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view. And you saw Mears. Just so you see Mears, right? Dude, Mears got front row seats right yep. in camera angle. I think Brian was with them uh, from the comments. Yeah, I think Ryan, well. Brian, and I thought it was Senya, but it wasn't. It was the red Oh, it was Cammie. Cammie. That's, that's Mears' um, wife. Oh, okay, yeah. And I saw them there. Uh, Mears was looking at his phone a little bit. There was some parts. I was, dude, Cammie was like... Like worried, looking at the ring, like oh no, they're dying. <laughs> and Mears is like looking around. I'm like, come on, doc, watch the match. Um, but it was funny because like seeing people that like you know of, I it was hard to focus on the match because I'm like looking at them for mm-hmm. their reactions, looking at him for his reaction. But that was a really amazing pay per view. So super I, shout outs to uh, to Cody. I wish that. I cared about wrestling, but I can't understand it for the life. You of me. didn't get in at the right time. It's it's because people like you are still thinking that people like me watch it because we think it's like MMA and we think the fighting is awesome. It's not about the fights. Is it the drama leading up to the fights? It's not even just about the drama. It's just the whole... It's almost like the entire package of everything. It's... 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 It's like it's the theater aspect of it. It is the athleticism and it is the in-ring content, obviously. Like... I'm I'm not really super big into the drama and like the, the the beefs and stuff. I love the art of wrestling, which is like in ring technician shit. 
I love people in the ring working that work well. So there's people that I don't like. Like I like Brock Lesnar is one of the biggest in the world. Brock Lesnar is garbage because all he does is go in the ring and beat the snot out of people. Dude, I had a dream that he got beat up and killed by someone who was really small. Brock Lesnar. I can't remember what it's it was. It's pretty funny. It's strange. Oh, I think it was Mike Tyson. Not small, but smaller than Brock Lesnar. And I think it was Mike Tyson that did it. Because Brock Lesnar is just a mon Like, he doesn't make sense in human physiology. I mean, he is he is a great fighter. He's he, like he's a world-class wrestler, and he is like an MMA champion. He yeah, is a, he a world-class so dude. He got rushed so hard into a title fight, though. It was like he fought like three times, and yeah. then was like, now you're the champion. But and he, he was he fucking dog shit. motherfuckers' asses, though. He, dude, Frank Mir beat the brakes off him the first yeah, time. And then he did come back and beat the shit out of Frank Mir. But when he fought Frank Mir the first time, you could tell he did not know how to fight. He never yeah. got punched in his life. Then he got punched. And he was like, I don't know what life is. And he, literally, well, it was over. It's because he had such a huge wrestling background, but not enough striking. And after years, he got the striking and stuff. Yeah, but, and all he did to win uh, up to that was lay on top of people because he was so wide. There was yeah. no way to get around him. Because he could wrestle. He's a good, he's a you know, collegiate wrestler. He's like Olympic level wrestler, but, you know, he just used his he, size. Well, the thing is, what sucks is he's too big now to, like, if you look at, like, a guy like Kurt Angle or, like, fuck it, let's go, like, Chris Benoit, you know, things like that. Like, people were in ring technicians. Like, even Stone Cold, when he, before he became, the reason why Stone Cold became a guy who used to beat people up was because of an accident when uh, Owen Hart, rest in peace, broke his neck with a pile driver. <laughs> Because before that, Stone Cold was a technical wrestler who would roll around with you in the ring and do technical shit. This is what you get when you mess with the daughter of Bret Hart. Mm, tell him, Aaron. <laughs> tell him straight, King. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's from the Juggernaut Bitch cartoon. Uh, oh, okay. What's her name with the sparkle Natalia. fingers? Um, Natalia? No, um, Jubilee. She throws oh. sparks. She goes, that's your gift for messing with the daughter of Bret Hart. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, wait, 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 wait. Jesse, you're telling me you don't watch wrestling for the hey, heard you were talking to my lady back back outside. <laughs> no, I wasn't. What do you where'd you hear that from? Yeah, um Dean just told me yesterday. Told me you were flirting with it. Nah, man, that's that's a bunch of baloney. Oh yeah? Well get a load of this. Then he punches him in the face and I, then he falls down and, and then he slaps like, oh, his chest. Now it's on, man. Well, I mean it's like, usually fight. never that simple like there there are really good angles and yes i do enjoy angles and i do enjoy things Kurt like that angle. no i do enjoy <laughs> angles and i do enjoy like 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 you know like the ribbing and all the shit and the kayfabe i enjoy like all that stuff that goes on and i do like it but what i really require from the wrestlers that i enjoy is really good in-ring performances that's why the majority of the dudes that i like are like japanese wrestlers and shit Mexican wrestlers and stuff, because most of their stuff is in ring. Like I love the great Muta, um, fucking Hayabusa X, Sasuke, like those guys. Because in the Sasuke. ring, yeah, Sasuke. <laughs> and because the thing is, in the ring, those guys do really cool shit, you know. And um, that's by yo Sasuke. But anyways, yeah, wrestling's wrestling's cool. Now, how do we get a wrestling? Do you like the King of Strong Style? Strong Style is pretty dope, man. That's one of those motherfuckers be. Elbowing and kneeing each other in the face really hard. Yeah, um, we were talking about I've you watching. One, I've what? seen like one wrestling thing in my entire life. Okay, let me set the stage for you. Right, set the stage. The ambush I'm at my cousin's house. It's late at night. It's around Christmas time. We're laying in bed. We watching. We watching some wrestling. <laughs> we flipping the channels during the during a commercial break. Flipping to the channels. We get across this uh off brand type looking wrestling. It's this guy in a Santa suit. 
this other guy sitting down. And uh, the guy, Santa suit, the Santa guy sitting down. The guy's like, so, you think you're the real Santa, right? Santa's like, oh, ho, 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 but I am the real Santa. And he's like, yeah, 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 prove it. Tell me what I asked for for Christmas this year. And Santa's like, oh, uh, country CD, of course. <laughs> that must be it. And the guy goes, nope. <laughs> I asked for a case of beer. And then he kicks him out of his metal chair outside of the ring and beats the crap out of Santa Claus. That was the only wrestling I've ever Up seen. Up until the life. kicking, this sounded like you and your cousin watched gay Santa porn together. <laughs> Yo, no, not but, even going to lie, okay. I can't remember it that well, so that's what it might have been. But I'm pretty sure it was wrestling because it was on the TV. No, dude, the thing is, is that, like, yeah, there's a lot of silly shit like that. It Definitely, there's silly stuff like that. But it's part of it. It's, like, it's also for kids and, and stuff. But I don't know. There's no reason to keep defending it. Look, if, if, if you're already, like, even Finn, you're past the point. Like, you're not, like, like you had to get into wrestling when you were younger. Uh, Dude, if you're if people are into wrestling, that's awesome. I mean, I collect action figures. I can't hate on Dude, anyone for liking anything. It's the same shit, like... Finster. It's the same shit where people go, "Oh, your fucking action figures—they're not real. Why don't you photograph people in cosplay?" And you're like, "Yo, you don't get it. I like my figures, and your your pictures are dope." It's that people don't fucking get. It's, it's true. It's just it's suspending the disbelief and enjoying something. It's it's just real life comic books is what wrestling is, and not everybody has to like it, and that's completely fine. Yeah, that's cool. I never thought about it that way. Well, here's I I say this all the time. I literally have no right to be criticizing what anyone else is into. Like that's your business. I don't even care. I've never really tried to get into it, so I don't really truly know if I like it. I just don't really like see the appeal. But the way you talk about it makes it sound more well, interesting. The way I can I describe it in in a way is I can I can give a recommendation for a video out there. It's kind of long. It's like 10, 15 minutes. It's a video on YouTube called Wrestling Isn't Wrestling. Yeah, it's by Max Landis. Yeah, and it's a video that just it just it kind of explains to you why people like wrestling, and they See, do it in a funny way. I'm and with it, Finn in that I wish I liked it because everybody who loves it talks about it like it's the greatest shit ever. And then you watch yeah. it, and it's so like I I watch it, I'm like, what the f- what the fuck? Yeah, what that's all I, I can say. It's like what the fuck that happened with my buddy Brian, but my buddy's on the radio. Mm-hmm. I I had him come to WrestleMania party with me this year. And I was like, I just want you to come and see what a group of people that like enjoy watching this is like. And like, I know you get it. It's fake. It's stupid. We don't use the F word. It's not fake. It's predetermined, scripted. You know. Um, but uh, it is fake, obviously. But it's not fake because motherfuckers is really getting slammed on their heads and shit. In the oh, end. true, dude. You can say it's they, fake, they but then are, they're like, "Hey, you want to step in this ring and get beat up?" And you're like, "No." Backflips off of like a 12 foot ring post onto concrete like and if they fuck up they do break limbs and die <laughs> like we see them die in the ring sometimes. true so I had my buddy come because i was like i just want you to see what it's like to see people who get this medium enjoying it you know it'd be like if you were freaking out at a boss fight in final fantasy 10 or some shit and like you're uncles in the room or your friends moms in the room and they're like you silly you're fucking damn near 40 and you're looking at this dumb cartoon throw a mana potion you're a stupid <laughs> child you fucking idiot no listen it's the same thing as me watching rollerblading videos for 10 minutes this or morning you watching while I was anime? laying in bed or what if somebody came in when you were watching Baki get his fuck on 
<laughs> oh no, I watch anime by myself at restaurants all the time. I literally sat at a restaurant today with my phone leaned up against a soy sauce bottle watching anime, and I watched all the people see yeah, it. Yeah, but you're in a it's soy sauce, so you're in a Japanese restaurant, so they're jerking off into the goddamn Whoa, soy sauce. Whoa, dude, what an back. assumption you just made! How I was you know at a place wasn't called, a different type of restaurant. Because who else uses soy sauce? Chinese food. I do. Oh, okay. Japanese, Chinese. Sorry. As if they're not all the same. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was how do I have... Like, how I'm do I already kidding. have that? Come on. I'm just joking. That's kind of no, funny. Um, it's not I was racist. A- they're actually very similar. No, I was Aaron, a- I feel you, man. No, like, people my age, like, youth, everyone's always like, it's so, like... We're in such an accepting cult. Like, bro, I get made fun of to this day for watching anime. Like, people just don't get it. I'm like, that's cool. You don't have to like it. Like, I wish they would try to make fun of me. I'll pick you apart. I'll find so, everything you so like. Later, and man. No, the, yeah, roasting cry. is pretty fun. Like, when you can kind of be like, oh, but you will literally will watch lacrosse. Well, it's like glorified soccer, but okay. with sticks. First of all, if you know a single person who watches lacrosse, cut them oh, out of your gosh. life immediately. <laughs> okay, can I tell you something? In my high school, I went to a Christian prep school. <clears throat> Because my dad was on the board there. How do you prep and for being And you know how, Christian? like, in movies, like, all the football players are, are, like, the jocks or, like, the cool kids? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That was, like, the lacrosse players at my school. But they no. were, like, all D-bags. No, I know. So they, call, they call themselves lax bros. And they carry their lacrosse sticks in their balls. And, like, they'd walk down the hallways. And in our hallways, the lockers were, like, only a certain amount high. And then the wall would be behind them. And so they'd walk next to you and like throw the ball against the wall and like catch it with their stick and like walk down the hallway repeatedly doing that. And they're the douchiest people I know. Yeah. I know no, that that's an alpha move. I know that, uh, <laughs> lacrosse is like this generation's football, like, especially in predominantly, uh, upper middle class area. Echelon, like privileged white kid schools. Well, just that's oh, always wealthy. Yeah, schools, lacrosse man, has always me. been like that. Bruh, I graduated in 2001. Lacrosse didn't even cross anyone's lips. Did you go to a preppy school? I went to a school in the middle of Emerald Hills. I mean, what's it, that? Like a rich neighborhood. I mean, it was. I went to Hollywood Hills. It wasn't a. It's not like a rich school, but like I, I never heard a single person talk about lacrosse until my nephew was in middle school. Yeah, my school didn't even have a lacrosse team. I almost had a rollerblading team for my school. Nice. Because they were trying to get more sports, and I had like five or six friends. I was like, well, we'll start a rollerblading team if you can get a competition going. And they were like, we'll see. And then not enough other schools would do it. Aw. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's weird. So like in my school, our, bas- our, our football team went 0-10, and then our lacrosse team was like super good, and I didn't know whether to be proud or ashamed. So, uh, Lacrosse? can literally die in a fire and i wouldn't care but like, every, dude, if that's your thing like cool every kid that stupid. plays it can die in a fire in my opinion no, it's just a weird sport i mean but i guess sports are weird play know? highlight bitch let's see you get in the Fuck real deal highlight <laughs> actually I heard, highlight? I heard a theory that, that highlight is a predominantly i think predominantly florida sport yeah well i think it's a it's like south american um it's yeah. big and and you know we obviously it's super like dangerous it's pot. basically you wear this giant like wicker cross not cross but like hook on your arm so take a lacrosse stick you swing a ball take a lacrosse stick turn it into wolverine's hand and that's your thing it's like a curved lacrosse stick that's longer so like the basket in a lacrosse stick stretch that out to like three feet and curve it like a banana and then wear it over your fist wear it over your fist and you wail the ball at a wall and then the other people have to try to catch it and wail it back and you have to wear helmets because you could die yeah if you get hit with it yeah that's what I'm saying. You want to play lacrosse? Go stop being a little baby. And yeah, play a, a real man sport. I like handle. 
don't know. Anyways, I don't know how my If a kid threw a fucking lacrosse ball next to my head at a locker, I would kick him square in his balls. Like Nah, you just make you just make fun of him, man. I mean, just I would have done that they're, too. Like, they're they're the like never mind. Never mind. <laughs> just make fun of their broken family or whatever. And they <laughs> uh, you know what, Finn? That's real funny with your married parents, huh? I know, right? Oh, <laughs> yeah. dude, it's that privilege. Nice yeah, job. nice privilege of having married parents who love each other and love that's you. What, well, I was gonna say something like that because that's like that's kind of how you like make fun of. That's not how you make fun of people, but like that's something you could say to someone. But then I was like, man, that doesn't sound very nice. You could count how many hugs I got from my parents on the fucking first finger of your left hand in all my years of schooling, <laughs> which was zero. That makes me so sad. He's doing okay now. Uh, yeah, I just told the story great. of your dad on the Christmas or whatever. Yeah. Like, Man, Aaron had it so hard. I'm so like, sorry. I had it as hard as anybody else, but, but I'm doing all right, but I got to get surgery on my asshole. Okay, I'm not doing that you great, don't have to Jesse. Tell people that Did you get shit? a coffee enema again? No, I got a oh. fucking. No, don't worry about it. Fistula. Look it up, guys. Look it up and feel feel my pain. Relax. I'm looking don't right tell now, people about your shit. Don't look it up. You're going to see someone's asshole. Um. So, anyways, the rest. Anyways, the rest. What, what did I? Say? I played wrestling. A wrestling game that was fun. Fire Pro Wrestling World. If you like wrestling, it's a great wrestling simulator. I did finally play Anthem, uh, because I knew that tomorrow's a big day. Tomorrow comes out Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, which is a sequel to Castlevania or spiritual sequel to Castlevania Symphony of the Night, made by Igarashi. Um, and so I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy that next week, so let me go rent a game from GameStop if no one knows the trick. Anytime you want to play something new and you got some spare cash, buy a used game from GameStop, play it for a week, return it, get your money back. So I was like, let me try Anthem out. So I went and bought it. I thought it was going to be like 50 bucks because it's like fairly new still. No, nobody's playing it. $25. So I just buy it for 25 bucks. Mm-hmm. I play it for a couple of days. Super awesome. The fucking mode of, like, your your movement's awesome. The weapons are cool. The enemies are cool. The graphics are fucking awesome. I think I think Hold the on, problem with that is I'm that not, just, all I'm that ends cool. all that ends in one minute of playing. The guns aren't no, that cool. All of it ends. Um, no, the weapons are dope because there's different classes of, of yeah. Jaegers. Or, I'm sorry, what are they called? They're, javelins. Yeah, Javelins. There, there's a lot of different classes, and they're adding extra shit. So the weapons are really neat, and everything's dope. Let me and ask your you a quick question. Awesome. How weird is it when you watch your guy get into the javelin and he squeezes his legs into some way that is literally impossible? Did you notice that? It's when, possible. It's not fucking possible. If you don't have hips, you can the get ja- into that. The javelin is the <laughs> legs are longer than human legs, and the bent part, your legs are. Above no, 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 the no, no. no. I'm talking about the hole you stick your legs into. They literally squeeze oh, yeah. it. It's fucking it's impossible. Game. Why don't they just have the ass of it lift off and then you stick your stupid shins in and then it closes around your butt cheeks and you're done? Like they. <laughs> He squeezes his legs into Finn. If you've not seen it, just look up YouTube. uh, Anthem getting into a javelin. It is the craziest thing. It was driving me bananas because I'm like, it's impossible. It's fucking impossible. I'm looking up right Um, now, man. Let me see it. Keep talking. Keep talking. Um, I mean, other than that, it's a video game, so I don't care about that part. But you're right. After the tutorial ends, because during the tutorial, I'm like, whoa, this is cool. Flying is really awesome. And this is cool, and like the weapons are dope. <laughs> I just and... found a video of it, dude. Brother. Watch, <laughs> watch, Jesse. Look, look, look at this. How the fuck do you get <laughs> Yo, your legs, legs in here? Look at his squ- like squeezing into that. T- it's fucking. I, okay, I get it. It's impo- They I they can, disappear you know together. I can 
Who knows if that's like I don't know. <laughs> it's a it's a spongy it's memory foam. It's a spongy leathery memory foam material. Um, that's just really cool. The though. thing is, is that the uh, the gameplay can be so cool because what you, the, the tools at your disposal are so great, and the flying is cool. The graphics are great. The designs look great. The graphics are fucking awesome. Why limit the flying is another thing that annoyed the shit out of me. It wasn't limited for me. It was fine. I know that there's walls, but fuck. No, it. no, no. They limit it because you you overheat and you have to land or go under no, a waterfall and fly down. Because then you're gonna be a dickhead and just float around everywhere. I'm okay. I was okay with no, that. Just make your range like if you're flying high enough, you just can't hit things. I was okay with that. Even that, I'm I'm gonna forgive that. But once you're done with the tutorial and you do like a mission or two, you realize like, oh. This is it. Yep. Everything is the same. And every single time I have to go back to the base, load an anim- or load a loading screen. Talk to a guy in first person after walking slowly through the town. Yeah. And uh loading screen. Load back into my javelin. You can't even change your well, gear mid fight. What these people are doing, well, I understand that cuz you have to you can't change your gear on a fucking mech suit in the middle of a fight. If it's a gun, yes you can. You just pull your mech hands True. and grab your stupid gun. But um the problem that I'm seeing is like is that they're making these games like instead of having a game where you're just progressing through a game, you're jumping into five to fifteen minute sessions and you have to reset a session. Yeah. Like they're making everything like online. It's all destiny or fucking basically yeah. like if they would have just like you know what, take Anthem and just give me a fucking single player action game. Give me like a Dark Souls and uh, where I could like summon someone into my no, game. No, just get a drop, drop in, drop out. Yeah, co-op. that's what, that's what that's I mean. It drop in, drop out co-op. Give me a game. Stop with these things where they go. This is a randomized. What do they call it when they do the randomized dungeons? Oh, they um, call it, um. Oh my God! Yeah. Um. Fuck! It's what Minecraft coined. Um. God damn it! Uh, something gameplay because they, um, they did it back in the day with like Tobol number one on Diablo. I mean, yeah, they uh, fuck. What are they? It's I mean, fuck. I know we we know what it is. Uh, it's the word. It's on to my tongue. You made me forget because you forgot. You know when someone does that, they forget and immediately. Your brain's like, yeah. I don't know words either. Ah, uh, whatever. It's like almost randomized, like a randomized dungeon. Yeah, type thing. That like like oh, it's just gonna like like that's the thing with Destiny. It's like. Oh, we just have this map that we kind of auto-populate. Minecraft called it emergent gameplay. Okay. So they do that kind of shit, and it's like, no. Like, craft your stages and your your enemy fights. Like, you have this dope-ass Iron Man suit. Yeah. Like, have me have a way to fly around this enemy and, like, lock onto him and do some dodges and barrel rolls and maybe cling on. But they eventually just make it, like, this open-ended fucking just shoot. Like, it's... It turns into like a first person shooter thing where you can just kind of like a three dimensional first person shooter basically, mm-hmm. and it kind of gets it gets kind of boring, and it just kind of fucking sucks. And then I think I will buy it again because what I did was I returned it. Lulu and the cat are like playing. I um I returned it just to drop that money on Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, um the Castlevania Symphony of the Night remake that comes out tomorrow, which is the day before you guys will hear this. Or no, actually, you guys will hear this. Uh, wait, 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 wait. What platform is that on? Oh, mm, PS4. Uh, Bloodstained Symph- uh, Ritual of the Night yeah. is on everything. Yeah, Switch. Wait, so it's a remake of Symphony of the Night? No, no, no it's, it's a sister game. 
It's so basically oh, the guy, cool. the guy, spiritual he, successor, Igarashi, who is the guy who created Symphony Castlevania Symphony of the Night and all those other games like it that were which were amazing. Konami was being a bunch of uh, assholes. And Sounds about right. They started making p- fucking pachinko machines. Yeah. And he was like, "Fuck you guys! I'm out of here." Because they like they were like, "We're making a new Castlevania game. It's a pachinko machine." And they spent <laughs> yeah. like a bunch of money. It's on, like, like uh... it was the worst. It's, pachinko machines are just gambling machines. They're basically um, that game from Price Is Right where you drop the ball and it like pings around. Gotcha. Yeah, plinko. It's yeah, it's plinko. Gotcha. Yeah, that's so. Sucks. Yeah, because I've never played Symphony of the Night, and I really want to. Oh, you should play it. It just but came I don't out. Have a PS One. They... I only have a PS Two, and it, yeah. No, no, but they just re-released on? it uh, as a Castlevania anniversary collection or something. No, no you... It's not on the anniversary... When? Not, it's Where? Not, it came out last year. Not Castlevania anniversary collection. It's called Castlevania Requiem Collection. Yes. Okay, I'm looking it up. And it's got Is it on the Switch is the question. It should be. I hope so. I think it so. It better be. Although I'll play be. on the PS2. I mean PS4, but I love the Switch, man. Uh, it is. A, it would be a good game for the Switch. Symphony of the Night is one of the best games in the world. So, um, so I've heard nothing, nothing but good things. So. It's one of the best games. It's one of the best soundtracks. It's one of the best. But uh, but tomorrow comes out a. So the guy Igarashi who created that, he quit Capcom, started his own game development team, and for the last like I don't know four or five years. Yeah, it's been a while. Been, I think maybe the last four years. He's we talked about develop- it in the fucking early days of nerd porn because it was at one of the E threes that they announced it. Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I know that 2014 was when they announced Final Fantasy VII Remake. And then, remember, then he changed the art sound. We were bummed. Yeah, originally it was hand-drawn sprites, and then he realized that it was too expensive, so he switched to the 3D models. And you know what sucks is? Their original Kickstarter goal was 400000 and by the end of it, they got like 8 or $9 million. Yeah. So he could have eventually done the hand. Yeah, he just didn't know. I mean, going into it, he's like, fuck, I just um, want to get a game out. I guess I'll get it out of the way in my week now about this, which comes out tomorrow. Uh, there was a big problem that a lot of us were complaining about with Ritual of the Night, uh, that the graphics looked like really shitty PS2 graphics. They did. Um, go ahead and look it up. Yeah. Uh, look up the latest trailer. They did an overhaul, and they overhauled all the graphics, and they literally made the graphics way more dynamic and they're way better look for the trailer that has the like the dynamic split of the graphics oh well i i'm just gonna see there's a there's a gameplay uh someone playing 17 minutes of it no that's gonna be the old graphics don't no this that. is the new graphics this oh, is that from is? eight hours ago and oh, it looks that's amazing fucking awesome yeah so they redid the graphics uh they did they basically basically made them deeper it looks great i can't wait i don't want to dude see this that. looks incredible and yeah. it is literally something that like her slash is exact. It's insane. Well, what's um man? I, I want to stop. I'm gonna stop looking at it because oh yeah, I'm here I'll it. turn it. No, off. you can keep watching it if you want because I'm gonna play it tomorrow. Another cool thing that I believe is in it. They took a they took something from the DS games. I think Aria of Sorrow or some shit, where you'll kill an enemy every now and then, and and most enemies have like an attack you can steal. So instead oh, okay. of stealing a weapon, you can steal like enemy attacks yeah yeah like a ma- like almost like a magic spell in a way yeah you steal like the card like if there's an enemy who spits a little like a little like uh, spits a rock that'll turn you into stone you could like steal that or an enemy who throws a lance you could steal that um oh what was that laser shit yeah that Dude, looks this is sick. awesome uh they, they this say... looks so much better because 
I remember watching when he changed the graphics to 3D. It's it was terrible. so bad. It looked like a PS2 game. It literally looked like it. And, you know, probably he had never intended for that to be the actual graphics. Uh, he probably thought, you know what? Uh, we'll, we'll get a working model of the physics mechanic, you know, the, the gameplay mechanics and the physics and all that. And then they can just layer over it in better well, graphics. Look at this, though. If you take look at the fact that it's 3D now, they can use, like, lighting. Yeah. Because with 2D sprite drawn, you can't re- really use dynamic lighting and things like that. Um, also, as you see, she has a little familiar. You have familiars in this yeah. game. So it's going to be cool. Uh, they also, if you, if you go up to the Kickstarter for Bloodstained Ritual of the Night, like I said, they, they all they needed was 400000 and I think they got up to like $8 million or more. But you see um, the... Uh, the backer list or whatever, the list of Kickstarter goals. Yeah. Like for the, the stretch goals. Mm-hmm. Dude, they ended up making up like fucking 15, 20 stretch goals and they met all of them. Dude, and, and you can so wear new shit. armor. Yeah. That's and so there's, fucking there's cool. There's so much stuff in this game. There's a lot of shit. Uh, there's also a, a DLC that they did have to push back, which is called Iga's Backpack, Igarashi's Backpack, which comes out July 3rd. Which is the creator Igarashi? He put himself in the game as a boss fight, and it, you get to fight him. And if you beat him, you get some kind of, uh, I think it's like an ivy sword. Oh, awesome! Like a whip sword. Yeah, I think that's what it's called, chain sword. Uh, Dude, so, I just watched someone break a wall too. Yeah, I to saw find that an item. too. I'm trying to look away. He's a clock tower. Dude, this looks so fucking. Yeah, man, good. it comes out tomorrow, so I can't wait for um, how to much. Play it. Uh, thirty nine, dude. That's not bad at all. Yeah, thirty nine ninety nine. Ton of stretch goals. That's why, I, like, I just uh, fucking fuck. return that anthem, and then I have a bunch of GameStop points that I'm gonna use. Dude, I'm hundred percent buying this. Of course, it's Symphony of the Night, man. It's are you fucking kidding me? Of course. Well, I wasn't after the after they did the graphics update. I was like, eh, you know, like after I saw that, I was like, boo. You should look up the trailer that shows the graphics comparison. Oh. Um, but anyway, so that's really cool. That's a big deal is the Castlevania Symphony of the Night sequel basically comes out. Uh, and that's pretty dope. Other than that, I didn't really, you know, other than that, I've been holed up in my room. I mean, other than, I mean, I play, I play games that I play every now and then. I haven't played Sekido in forever. I don't really care. And, uh, that's about I still have to play that game. That looks really good. It's It's real hard. Yeah, it gets hard and then, you know, it hurts your feelings. Um, all right, Finn, you go. Um, I got actually <clears throat> a couple of cool games recently. Uh, a couple days ago, I was at Walmart. I was on vacation. I was at a beach. And I was at the Walmart there, and I was looking through like some of their clearance stuff because when you're broke, boy, clearance is your best friend. And I found Titanfall Two on the PS4 for five dollars, brand new. And I was like, I've heard like mixed things. Some people say it's really good, underrated. Some people say it's eh. But for five dollars, I mean, it's a PS4 game. Might as well get it. And I haven't played it yet, but I'm super excited to play it. It sounds pretty cool. I have not played it's any fun. of it. It's fun. I remember playing Titanfall one, uh, and it's good. It's like free running uh, as well as like first person shooter, which is pretty cool. Um, and you know, there's obviously mechs, which is pretty uh, dope as well. Yeah, um, it looks pretty cool. I'm excited, man. I mean, I just play new games, and then um. Because of E3, which was awesome, most a third of it was awesome. Loved that part of E3. 
the Switch was having an eShop sale, and it was, like, up to 50% off on a lot of their games. So I got some, like, more indie games, because I've just been trying to, like, kind of, like, I've for so long, I've just known a lot of first-party games, kind of just, I mean, I've just played a lot of first-party games and some more obscure games. But, like, I really want to try to get into some more of the indie games that are coming out on the Switch, because there's just so many. So I got Stardew Valley, which I had never played before, but it is awesome. I got it for, like, I've heard that's bucks. cool. It's so what, much fun, dude. What, what kind of game is it specifically? It's like a farming game, right? Yeah, it's like Harvest Moon, yeah, but in like 16-bit goodness. And it, it's it's great to look at. And then it's so much fun. And there's so many like little details that you would never expect. Like, oh, it's just a farming game. You blah, 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 blah. But then like, oh, there's a wizard. And you start tripping like acid on about the na- the nature, the power of nature and all these trees and stuff. It's so it's super crazy. But um, basically, it's like... You're stuck in your dead end job, and then your grandpa's like get retires and like gives you his farm, and so, like it'll go kind of like days will go by in the game, and each, each season is like twenty eight days, and so like you get older in the game, and then only you can only grow certain crops during certain seasons, and so it's about kind of like building your farm and getting money and making like a business and stuff, and it's super cool so far. It's kind of like one of those things you can pick up for twenty minutes and just kind of put down. Like, it's not the most demanding game ever. Yeah. But it is super fun. And then if you I got like that, one you should, more. Uh, grab what Terraria. What'd you say? If you like uh, Stardew Valley, you should grab Terraria. It's a I 2D. That game's really good. I've not yeah. played it yet. It's a lot of fun. I fought a monster that was made of human shit in that game. That's awesome. Yeah. It's like, con- it's like Conquer. Yeah. You go, into a, really fun. you go into a basement somewhere, and then there's just like a fucking. They're like, oh, weird. This guy lived down here for so long, he turned into a pile of garbage and shit. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's so many games like that that I missed out on. The other game I got for like five bucks, um, I might have been like six, but then I used some of my Switch Gold coins or whatever, and so it made it like three dollars. Was I got Enter the Gungeon? Have you guys played that game yet? No. It's uh, it's always originally on like PC, and now it's on like Switch and probably like PS4 and stuff. But basically, it's like a dungeon crawl crawling game, and it's like su- it's like kind of 2d looking sprites and it's just so it's okay it's really hard and I, I don't like saying games are hard because i'm i'm like i'm like a casual hardcore gamer like people i'm not like the most crazy i really love video games but i'm not the best at them so like i never want to be like this game's super hard when i'm just terrible at it but like this game is super hard so it took me forever just to beat the first level boss and then once you beat that boss, you get to go to the second like floor of the dungeon, right? Well, once you die, period, you have to restart from the very beginning. So it's like basically to see how far you can get. And I have not gotten past the first the first boss, basically. Like I got past the first boss, but I've not gotten past the second one. Do and not it is play, so much fun. Do What'd not play Sekiro. <laughs> yeah, well, I, w- I want to get into more of this because I've never really, really given Dark Souls a chance yet. Like I haven't really like... Sekiro's I played it for like a tiny Souls bit, dog. the second one for a tiny bit, but I've never, Dude, I don't have the first one. So the secret to why Sekiro is so hard is that you have no means to really make it any easier. I watched a whole video. I linked it to Jesse and Jesse on Facebook, and it was a guy talking about how Sekiro isn't too hard, but it's definitely the hardest of the Soulsborne games because in a Bloodborne, Dark Souls, any of those games, you can go level. Or find a new area, yeah. kill another boss, or get a new can, weapon. Or you can amass a bunch of healing items. Yeah. Or you can upgrade a weapon more, upgrade your armor in Dark Souls 1. You know, like you mm-hmm. can make sure. your character stronger. You can increase your Vite stat, have but more life. But that's what's good about Sekiro is that you can't. Yeah, I know. It, yeah. it handcuffs you to the one build. Yeah, it, that, that does suck. It does handcuff you. Un- it handcuffs you 
to their ideal of your progression. Mm-hmm. In Dark Souls, if you really want to, you could spend five years killing one zombie until you're level 99. Well, I also don't like in Sekiro that Sekido, however you want to say it, that... Um, Sekido. That you can only play the one style, which is break their posture, kill them. Instead of like, what if I want to be the guy that just does a shit ton of damage and kills them? You know what I mean? Or I want to be the guy that runs around, kites them, and kills them with a bow and dodges attacks. You well, know, you're like, a shinobi. Yeah, there were archer shinobis, I'm sure. I mean, I guess, but not ever. I, I, I do feel you because I mean, I would like to. Sometimes I think like, man, if I had a bow, I could just shoot that guy in his eyeball mm-hmm. and kill him. Well, the thing is, like, I would never say Sekido is a bad game. I would just say I, it's not for me. No, I think it's, I, it's for me, and I think it's for us. It's definitely. Not I for just me. think it's hard. I can find moments of fun in it. And it's all the world stuff. Like, sneaking around is really fun and finding ways. Like, the puzzle aspect of, like, how do I attack this group of people? Great. Oh, then you're just stuck at what I'm... The second it's, I hit a boss, I'm, boss like, fights. the worst. The, boss, the, the, the problem with Sekido is boss fights. Yeah. They're not fun. And there are too many of them too close together. For me. Yeah. Like, they didn't give you a fleshed out world of, like, get from here to here. And it takes you, you know, a while. And then time shrinks space, as we always, you know, as they always say in Duckfeed. Um, or knowledge uh, compresses space, right? Yeah. Sekido does that in a way, but it's not as big. You know what I mean? Well, they're I, like little tunnels, and then boss. Tunnel, I think it's boss. it's really it's a really great overworld, and it's amazing. And then there's boss fights where you have to fight the boss in a certain way. And I think a good example is that thing, the time when you and me were pl- when you were playing, and the whole thing with. Uh, Gyobu, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I want to correct myself. I kept telling you and Jess it was Gyobu because it was G Y O U B U or whatever. Mm-hmm. No, it's pronounced Gyobu. Yeah. Um. <laughs> and you were like, "No, I'm, you're gonna. I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna beat you up. I hate this game. This sucks." No, I said, "If you tell me to calm down one more time, I'm gonna, I'm gonna slap, slap the, the glasses, glasses off, off your face. face." You know, and uh, it's like that. It's the problem that I'm having. I know I could have beaten the Guardian Ape by now. And Fireworks, I know, I, they and, say. And I know, I mean, whatever, tactics or not, whatever. Uh, fireworks don't work on him. No, it's it's other shit. But I know what I need to do to beat him. I just don't want to. Yeah. Because it's not going to be fun for me. But if I take, and it wouldn't take more than like, dude, it took you less than 15 minutes to break on that horse boss. Mm-hmm. You weren't playing it for two hours. Oh, I was playing for three hours before you got there. No, the horse boss. Yeah. I was playing him for like an hour, maybe. No, I got here and you didn't get up to him yet. I, the stream mm. shows it. Yeah, we you, played for you, like 40 you minutes. Fought, but you fought that guy like four times and you were on the verge of breaking. Well, I was on the verge of breaking because then the camera broke. and No, I understand. What I'm saying is this, is those games... It's Dark Souls. They'll make the bosses so hard where, like, they go, well, let's make the boss hard enough to where they may have to attempt them for a couple of days. It's dick. Because, but, like, yeah, but why? Every, well, every now and then, we a lot of us nowadays, we think that we have the right to just run over a boss mm-hmm. the first or second time we fight it. And that if we realize, like, it might beat us today, we get upset. And that's what I think Sekido is showing us. I don't think these bosses are that hard. They are hard. But I think if we were to sit down and say, 
instead of progressing 15% through the whole game in the next two hours, I got to fight this one guy mm-hmm. and get like a really big boost of like adrenaline. Like that's what I think they're getting at. And well, what I, don't, I, miss, I, don't, I don't like it either. Like I don't want to fight the guardian ape. I know I can beat him. What I miss I more than anything is the reward for that. Sekido misses the rewards for me. Other than job well done. Like, no, bitch, you, I want a boss soul to make me a dope-ass sword. But you get a bead or or you get a weapon. Yeah, fuck a bead. No, you don't get a... You get, like, a, an attachment. <laughs> They're all dog shit. No, but that's a part bead. of the game where you get a, you no, get a I want bead or an everyone. attachment. Or with this ape that I have to fight, I get the item that makes me possibly get to the next part of the game. Yeah, I don't care about that. What I'm saying is the carrot on the stick is gone for me, which is, like, dope gear, new armor set. Like, I want to wear Genichiro's armor. Well, yeah, that's what... Sekiro lacks is it lacks flair. Anyways, we're on Finn's week. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, the last thing I'll say is the, the one thing it does lack is flair. No new weapons. Yeah. No new armor. Fashion Souls is gone. Yeah, but anyways. Uh, sorry, Peter. Anyways, Souls, if you man. if you find Enter the Gungeon to be uh, like too tough, Sekiro will fuck you in your. No, face. it's not too tough. It's just a it's a it's a learning curve kind of thing because I'm so used to playing like. Oh, here's this RPG or platformer where you can pause and like save and you know there's no saving enter the dungeon. So like once you st- it's like a run basically. Oh, so it's, it's like, like once a, you st- um uh what do they call those uh roguelike kind of. I'm not I'm not I'm honest not that for sure like the um like the terminology or whatever. Restart. But it's like, it basically it's like a run. So you start and then it's however far you get. Like you can save once yeah. you get to the next level, but once you die, you're done. Like period. You don't go back to the save. You go back to the very beginning. And so it's like it's not just an idea of just like I just want to beat the game. I just want to do. It's just kind of like oh, okay, let's see how far I can make it today. You know what I mean? So it's kind of yeah. it's cool though. I really like it a lot. And for five bucks, it's an incredible game. Word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have. I don't think. I don't think I have anything else. I've been playing a lot. I've been replaying Mario Galaxy because it's almost flawless and yeah. i love it that's and actually cool that was a I cool mean, refreshing thought you said that and i was like oh, that game is really good it is it's it reminds super good me, like, people don't people talk com- about it enough yeah it reminds me people complain about games man but it's like you know how many games that have come out that are out there floating around that are like super cool like that's one of them yeah. mario galaxy bitch what, you ever play mario galaxy i'm you not a mario shit. fan well even if you have oh, like so even good, if dude. you're not did you ever play any of mario galaxy no that's super. It's like, it's fun. It's super unique platforming. Super, it really fun, is. It's fundamentally fun. You know, it's a fundamentally like nice experience. It's like eating mm-hmm. a PB and J at a park, like on a Saturday afternoon while kids play soccer. It's like you know, it's like it's like it's like a picnic. You know, it's a nice. It's a nice thing. It's super fun and it's super nostalgic for me because that came out when I was like what like eight or nine. So it's like that was how people view. Mar- okay, whatever. Or no, maybe, no, no. Maybe, I just, maybe I was. We're not laughing I'm at not you. Good. We're laughing at us. Like the fact that you're young is oh, fucking man, so awesome, old. dude. You have you have your whole life ahead of you, dude. I know, I and I'm so excited to see where it takes me. I went into a coma at your age, dude. Okay. Well, oh wow, that's yeah. nuts. I yeah, I, had, oh, I began my drug addiction at age. I had already quit all the drugs I did. All my drugs were 15 I to 18. Read. Oh, God. 15 to 18. You got them out of the way, man. <laughs> yeah, dude. Now I live a boring ass life where I just uh, get myself. up, work, sleep. <laughs> um, Your life is dope. No, but like how some people view like Mario 64. Yeah. Like, yeah. This is like yeah. the great. And I, that is one of my all time favorite games. I, I love that. it to death. But this was like the Mario platformer that came, like that and Sunshine. Those were like 
my childhood Mario see, game. Sunshine, droppings. I could not give a fart. Less. I never played oh, it. I could so say good. I could see Galaxy being cool, but Sunshine with the mechanic of like squirting. <laughs> no, you'll like Galaxy. Like anyone who just appreciates a platformer good, will like Galaxy. I don't Galaxy. know if Aaron would. I'm trying to think. Like, I don't care about platformers. There's nothing for me to collect. Yeah, because Aaron doesn't like. Things I like gear. Because like, I remember I was talking to him, and like Aaron doesn't like things like Mega Man or like Mario ish. Because I, I was talking to him about his game collection. Aaron only has like stressful RPGs and like triple <laughs> A games, and he only has games that. Like you have to invest like an hour into before you get into every time you want to play, and I was like, "Do you know how many pick up and play games? Like, did you ever play Peggle? No. Oh yeah, Peggle's great. With the it's 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 basically yeah, yeah. it's Plinko. Yeah. yeah. And dude, that game was awesome. Yeah. And or like you know what I also love is I always have on my system a free to play pinball game, mm-hmm. Zen Pinball or Pinball Arcade. Because they will always give you one or two free tables, and anytime I just need to blow off some steam and I don't feel like loading up like a Street Fighter or a Dark Souls, yeah, I'll just put like a pinball game on, and I'll just go to the the little the uh, little menu and just do infinite infinite uh, tries. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say infinite balls because I'm leaving a joke open, but um, and play some pinball. Like sometimes you need like a little bit of a stress reliever. Yeah, Those like, games for me are like Diablo. Like I'll play a Diablo game. You can just pick up it and play. It stresses me out. Not even a little bit. I've been playing Path of Exile. I'll go into my week. So I've been playing shit. Uh, and then the other day I started playing. Yesterday I started playing Path of Exile on PS4. And I was like, this is fun. Because I wanted to play something like Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance, right? Which is one of my favorite games. Great game. Uh, Champions of Norath was like the better version of those because they were so deep. But I used to own those. I have them somewhere. Um, And then I was like, why am I playing this on PS4 when I can play it on PC, which is the better way to play it? And I already have it. I know it's all patched and everything. So I just re-rolled a character on there, and I've been having fun. And today, before you got here, I was playing, and I got a Tabula Raza uh, epic or legendary chess piece to fall. And that is the best piece in the game. I got it at level fucking 12, and it's (laughs) the best for the rest of the game. Because what it it is... scale with you? It doesn't have any stats. It has nothing on it. But what it has, so that game's all your skills are attached to crystals, gems you find that level up with you, right? And this is the isometric dungeon yeah. crawling yeah, RPG. Yeah. So imagine Diablo where the talent tree is all stats and the skills are all tied to gems that you socket into gear that is colored sockets, right? Okay. Blue is magic, green is dex, red is strength or melee based. Tabula Raza has six gem slots, and they're all connected. So they connect the slots, and that's if you have... Uh, there's gems that will augment a skill, like uh, the, any skill using this will do 20% extra damage or okay. whatever. That's six slots of that, and that's what you want. You want a six-slot weapon and a six-slot shirt. And I just randomly fell, and I was like, holy fuck! And I ch- t- typed in chat. I just found so one you, for the first you time. You hit 777. You hit jackpot. Dude. 200 and some hours I've played that game and I've never got one to fall ever and then it felt level 12 on a random dude or 14 I was just running around so now I have it on. you know on. what kind of enemy it dropped from? Yeah it was like a little Cthulhu squid person. They're like these uh, Mervel's daughters. Mervel is this uh, squid lady that looks like a human at first to like trick. She's like a siren and she tricked a dude into falling in love but then he She's realized who she murder. was and she left so she had a bunch of daughters and is killing everybody. Anyways 
Um, so I'm playing that. That's fun. But I'm with you, dude. I I don't have any pick up and play games because I don't really like them. So all weekend I thought I want to play something, and then I just watched anime <laughs> or well, later on. I got a question because you really liked Dead Cells. I those games frustrate me. No, but Dead Cells, dude, that was the game the 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 rogue like mm-hmm. with the guy. Mm-hmm. You liked it. How much did you play that? I didn't. I watched you play it. Are you fucking kidding me? I have the the physical and I didn't play it. Because you know what I would do when I had it, like, well, oh, you would just go see how far you can. No, get? what I would do is is every day is after work. I would get home after work. First thing I'll do is kick off my shoes, get in my boxers, jump in my bed to like relax because I've just been at work for fucking ten hours, and I would play at least thirty minutes of Dead Cells, and that was it. Dead thirty minutes of dead cells every day was like my relaxer. Mm. It was like I just fucking every day get home, plop in the bed, throw dead cells on, and just start Did a you little beat run. It? No, you got to the end. I right? got to the final boss, and then I never beat him. And then my buddy Corey came over, and he beat it. So he, oh man, he he beat the guy for me. But the thing is, is when you beat dead cells, you get a final boss defeat orb. Which means you have one, and then you start the game over. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, you you have a one. You beat him once, and then there's shit in the game that doesn't unlock until you like defeat him multiple Mm. times. So they want. So I'm I'm a loser because I never beat the. You never beat Bloodborne. Hold on, (laughs) hold on, hold on. Um, they did actually just release a DLC for. Uh, it's a free DLC that you have now because you have the game for Dead Cells. It's a a new area and new boss. It's like a That's giant. Cool. It's a like it's like a giant monster. Um, and it's not that I didn't ble- beat Bloodborne. I knew that when you when you defeat the final boss in Bloodborne, it automatically starts you at New Game Plus. Mm-hmm. So I fought the 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 Curse of the Moon or the Night of the Moon. The Moon or, Presence. The Moon Presence. And I fought it and was near killing it, and I was like. I didn't go finish getting all the weapons, so fuck you, and I let it kill me, and I'm like, I'll come back and kill you later, and I just never finished doing everything. So I could have, but technically you're right. I did Dude, not kill her. I one-shotted, uh, get, wait, what's the, what's the? German. German and the Moon Presence, one after the other, which was crazy. <sighs> That's crazy, man. Dude, it's because Bloodborne is the game that taught you that pairing is the shit. And if you just use a fucking blunderbuss, you can parry anything. Yeah, that's true. Um. Anyways, <laughs> so I um, I watched a bunch of anime, which doesn't matter. We'll talk about Baki uh, and Hunter Hunter. I don't need to talk about fucking Naruto because I'm not done with it. And I'm like 270 episodes out of 500. Wait, so. where are you in Shippuden right now? I am at the part where Naruto gets to the island to train with Killer B. And he just cool. met his mom. Which was really, cool. uh, I almost cried. It was so, like, if Dude, you've it's watched... So, it's so touching. I'm actually just a little past there. I'm, okay. like, almost at the exact halfway mark of Shippuden. So, it's it's like when he met his dad. It's just like, if you've watched Naruto from episode one all the way up, it's just so nice to see him finally meet people and then both tell him, like, I love you. You're my son. And it's like, no. he never had that. You know, he never had anybody. Um, so... Sunday, I was supposed. To, I'm supposed to be reviewing the Dead Don't Die, Jim Jarmusch's zombie movie, but I had tickets and I just couldn't get myself to care enough to see it. I read it was like really boring, 
it's like a zombie movie that's like meh and then the message of it is like really heavy-handed it's like a environmentalism message about fracking and how we are the zombies and we deserve to die no thanks yeah yeah Um, and apparently for a zombie movie it's all dialogue like it's just like classic jim jarmusch coffee and cigarettes um broken flowers like dialogue and he's really good at writing dialogue but i'm like i want to see zombies you know like i want to see but there's a iggy pop is in it and he's a zombie which is pretty cool uh so instead instead well i got in the car to go and then i had to shit i had to have diarrhea i was like "Uh, i guess i'm not going and then i like i literally had the car turned on and in reverse and i was like oh god and i ran inside and then i was like i really want to watch it chapter one the 2017 it so i rented it for 4.99 and i watched it and it's still so fucking good it's good i love that movie yeah i'm not even into horror movies very much because they freak me out and i even like that movie it's not so the thing about it is it's not even scary no it is it's like a haunted Ah, house in a way like man it's creepy creepy. like the thing is i like horror movies and they don't scare me but like if finn's saying he doesn't watch horror movies that would probably. I'm pretty sure. Oh no, yeah. Finn's was there. Oh, creeps with, me out, man. I'm not gonna like, lie. I'm pretty sure, like, if Finn was alone in the house and his parents were gone, and he was by himself. He's not oh, watching no that way, shit in the bro. dark. Well, what I what I'm gonna say is, it's like a haunted house in that he doesn't really affect the world because he's not there physically until you're in the sewer. That's why he doesn't kill anybody until they're in the sewer. Yeah, but when you're watching and when they're the movie, in the house on Nebold Street, he can he scratches someone because he's more close to physically there, but. I you know what I love is the building of suspense and tension in that like the librarian part where uh, Ben's in the library and you just see a creepy old lady staring at him smiling and you know it's Pennywise or like when uh, Eddie Kasparak's mom is like you can't leave you broke your arm or whatever and like you can't go see your friends and then he says like fuck you and her eyes like shift over like they just build a really interesting world where like the adults are all creepy assholes and nobody cares that kids are going missing I don't know it's there's a lot of background shit that's really good. I didn't like the it's homeless so guy well part. Done, the yeah, homie, that was the, kinda, le- that the was, leper was dog the shit. The leper was stupid. He looks so dumb. It it stands out to me, unfortunately, that scene yeah. where the crippled kid is like walking by the house and he gets scared, and then the leper. Yeah, no, that in the books, he's more just looks like a homeless guy. Like he looks like someone with leprosy. In this, they made him like a zombie. He had like no yeah. nose, and like I think that was in the book too. Like his nose had fallen off, but like. In my mind, he just looked more like a human being. That like was a too CG. Dirty old man. Yeah, you know. Um, my two favorite parts in that movie. The one is when they're about to have uh, when the they're about to have the rock fight, and yeah, uh, the rock fight was great. And Pennywise looks over and he's biting an arm, and then he just waves the little baby's arm at yeah. whoever's looking at him. I think it's Mike Hanlon. And then I love at the end of that when Richie goes. Go suck your dad's dick, you mullet wearing shithead, and listen to double birds. I just love that he he just says, You mullet wearing shithead. Uh it's great. But so I watched that, still great. And then I played Path of Exile, and that's what all I've done, because I've already recorded two episodes in the last week, so I've not done much else. Nice. Nice. Um, I watched like ten episodes of Baki in the last twenty four hours. So let's go. Yeah, All me right. too, dude. I started at episode one this morning. Um, <laughs> I, I um, was like rushing home from work this morning, like four thirty. Did you finish? Today. It, I have, like I have like eight episodes of Baki left to watch. <laughs> did you finish? Yeah. Oh god. Nice. Make a time. Oh, I finished. <laughs> <laughs> okay, All right. Okay. So oh, wait, really quick, just to um uh, close off a uh, loose end that we never talked about, and we won't. 
we teased two episodes ago of Off Weeks that we would talk about some fucking loser, and we completely forgot to talk about um, Pro Jared. But I'm sure you guys know about it by now. We just we just Dude, forgot. It's all over the place. Yeah, we in the beginning we were like, "Oh, bro, Jared's a loser." And then the next week, or like two weeks later, we we're like, "Wait, the girlfriend might be a loser too." Yeah. And then by now, it's like it's almost like, "Are you? Have you ever seen that that subreddit? Um, Am I the asshole?" Yeah, yeah. And then one of the um one of the things you can answer is everyone sucks here. Yeah. I think everyone sucks here. So his wife, I feel bad for, but. They were in a unique situation where it's like you can't really open the door to being in an open relationship and then just shut it. You know what I mean? Like, the, what happened is like he started fucking their mutual friend, and that person was like, I only have feelings for you, and I'm married to our other friend. And he was like, Well, we'll just keep fucking. And then his wife was like, I'm not comfortable now. Like, they were in an open relationship until someone was like, I really only have feelings for you and I only want to fuck you. And then his wife was like, nah. And apparently her, she was in another relationship too and that guy moved or something. And once yeah, he moved, yeah. Like, it was like, it was like. Once she was Jared alone was, again, she was like, no. The thing is, Jared was working with that other girl before. Yeah. And they had like a little chemistry, but then he was married to this chick. And then before Jared and that chick sting got, the Jared and his mistress got uncovered. His wife was like, "We should open up because I have a long distance relationship. I like this guy across the states." Mm-hmm. And then she had a thing, and then Jared was like, "Okay, fine. You want an open relationship? Well, I'm gonna start fucking this girl that I work with." And then like that shit happened, and then he got caught for fucking that girl. But then he was also doing creepy shit. No, no. So he is a piece of trash. He's what I was just gonna say is it's 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 more nuanced in that. The part that launched the whole he's an asshole thing is that he cheated on his wife, which he didn't. They were in an open relationship. Yeah. And his wife was the one who said, you should pursue your feelings for this girl. The the problem was... The mistake was was, is when he went on Twitter and said, I'm divorcing my wife. And had already blocked her. And he blocked her. And she was like, oh, I didn't know that he said he's going to divorce me. I just found out through fucking people sending me screenshots. Well, no, they knew they were getting divorced. She just didn't know he had announced it because yeah. they were supposed to be mums the word. Who cares what happens between uh, Pro Jared and his wife and his mistress and whoever else, whatever. The only thing that really stuck out to me was the fact that his wife was allowed privy to his phone and his Snapchat, and she's like, oh, you're sharing nudes with like underage chicks and yeah. that's not cool dude and even people say like oh he's holding the power and it's not fair like louis ck did you know what i don't give a fuck if they're of age if some if louis ck wants to jerk off in front of some 30 year old woman who works on his job set i don't give a fuck that's her fucking right if pro jared doing zelda reviews is asking some 14 year old to send a fucking picture, then you, dude, you're a fucking creep. Yeah, I, I'm not really mad at him for treating on his wife with his coworker. Like, dude, that's no, like, that's their bullshit. Also, that's also everyone's bullshit in the world. Everyone has their yeah. their, their 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 job wife or job husband. Well, that's just theirs to deal with. Like, but we don't need to. Why do, yeah, why do we care? That he got caught, that other he got caught, why is that our business? Yeah, the fact that he got caught sending like like joystick dick pics mm-hmm. to like to like under, and it's. That's where he fucked up. And what I was saying before about Mr. Gigi, Mr. Gigi did an interview with a guy, or he covered a video about 
Keemstar, whoever yeah, that Keemstar is. Yeah, Keemstar did an interview with a tattoo Ugh. artist a who tattoo admitted artist. he was like... No, he got, he got caught mm-hmm. messaging young people. And then people. he kept saying, like, I don't see the issue if it's just talking. He's like, no, it's not talking if you're sending your dick out. Yeah, yeah I saw that video. <laughs> By the way, if you don't watch Mr. Gigi, he's the shit. Yeah, Mr. Gigi does really funny videos uh, breaking down horror, really bad horror films. And all of <laughs> To Catch a Predator, which and is my favorite. Um, but that's pretty funny. All right, shit. we're at an hour and 20 minutes getting late. Let's right. start, start with talking Hunter. about Baki. No, do Hunter first. Why? Because that's going to be the longer thing, and that's you too, because I don't know shit about it. Well, no, we'll talk, we'll do Baki first, because then we'll just, we're just going to talk about what, what we liked and disliked about Hunter Hunter. It's not going to be a real battle. We've already battled it out. Okay. Yeah. And honestly, I'm not the best to battle it, because I'm just like, dude, the things that Aaron, like the biggest thing that Aaron does not like about, and which is like the ending. I'm like, dude, it's just, it's agree or disagree at that point. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, I, I don't even think there's much more to say about that. But we can talk about everything else. No, dude, the ending's terrible. <laughs> so just, dude, it's not. I was saying to Hunter, oh my then, gosh, if Hunter's bro. not the, the main thing, because I got to get pissed real quick. Your and... mic is off. Oh, no, you pulled it away from your face. Wait, so are we talking about Hunter? Hunter? Hunter, Hunter? Uh, I guess so, because Jesse's got to go do something, little bitch. Okay, bye, uh, Jesse. I'll be right back. Yeah, okay, anyways. Whatever, bro. So he actually watched a couple episodes of Hunter Hunter and he was like, "This is pretty dope." Actually, yeah, that's also kind of part of it. Like, I wanted to like dip for a second because I didn't see Hunter because I was really scared because 178 episodes. Oh, you said that's nothing, dog. Wait, um, but I watched all of Baki and then I was like, "Well, you know, while I try to take a nap, I'll just like listen to some Hunter Hunter." And I watched like eight episodes and I was watching the trials, the Hunter trial. Mm-hmm. You're hooked, even though like. The characters aren't edgy enough or like evil or like there's not any fucking like edgelord shit. No, you don't know shit. I was like, yo, this shit is mad intriguing. Like, wait till you (laughs) know what Killua is and like what he's about. Oh, he is Killua. The the York New Arc man. (laughs) That's what I was saying. York is the shit. Yeah. It's not Kilowatt? No, it's Killua. K I L U A. I was wondering what he is because he drank the laxative and it didn't. I think he's an android or a robot. No. Is he an alien? No. He's a ah, human. Just watch, Jester. Just watch. The thing watch is, it. like, so he good. drank the laxative and then he didn't. I can't tell you what his no, life don't tell was, me, but, but he's trained for poisons and shit. But, dude, like, I'll tell you straight up that uh, I started watching and I'm like, whatever. And it was very quick when I saw it's, 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 uh, it's Gone. I don't like how they call him Gone instead of Gone. In but the, there's, in the, subs, the they the, call him Gone. Okay, Gone. And then there's the guy whose name I like. Kurapika. Oh, Kurapika. Kurapika. I bet you thought he was a girl first. I bet you did. Did, How long? Oh, it's because it's a female voice actor for it, and his face is drawn No, so the thing is, the creator of Hunter x Hunter likes to play with gender. Like, he likes to play with characters who are, like... Androgynous. Androgynous. Sort of, um... Yeah, like, I mean, ahead of his time, because Hunter x Hunter's been forever, but, like, sort of fluid in when their gender. When did Hunter Hunter come out? Like, the manga is, like, it was the 90s, 90s, for sure. 90s? Okay. So he plays yeah, with gender norms and gender stereotypes a lot, which I for sure thought Kurapika was going to... Kurapika. ...was going to be a girl, pretend, you know, like... It looks like a girl, and it, it, and, and it moves like a girl. It, what yeah, actually well, moves very asexually. The biggest example of that is later very, in the show. There's a character that's, like, super fluid about with that. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah. There's a character the card, that's the card carrier. No, there's the a character that's got two personalities and dual gender. No, they are trans, full on trans, and this is ahead of its fucking time. Like nice. they are, uh, it's a girl uh, 
who was born a brother to it's Killua's. You, you, I mean, you won't even get there because if you Killua, no, I think I'm gonna start watching this. So Killua's little sister, he's the only one that recognizes her as a girl because she was born a uh, a boy, and she is super strong and uh everyone's scared of her because she has a second personality that turns into like a little ghost thing that asks you to do a, three favors for it and when you do three it'll grant ghost you grant gender? a wish it'll grant a wish but what it grants you a certain amount of people will die and like it's wish master yeah it's really crazy ghost it's super cool gender? But yeah, Jesse, like you think it's kind of it's kind of like upbeat in the beginning and it's really like kind of upbeat and like fun and, and whimsical. Dude, like oh, I see it the gets darkness. dark, dark. Later. Can I ask this? Can, can you spoil this for me? Does the nerd with the computer who fails in the test in the beginning come back? Uh, no. no, he doesn't. No, no one in the in the beginning of the show really comes back. Like Leorio, uh, Kodapika, Gon, Soka. and Kilua. And he's Soka. He's Soka's the shit, dude. He's, he's such a, a creep. There's a who's he Soka? The clown. There's a Gone. part where when he finally Gone. sees like Gon being a badass, he literally yells in the at least in the the subs. He yells like swing and gets a fucking gets boner, a boner because he wants to fight him so bad. Because it's not that he wants to. He wants to fuck anybody because he gets boners for anyone who seems powerful. He just yeah, wants to fight. I see that and kill everyone. Yeah. All right. Anyways, go 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 potty. I just okay. I'll be right. Okay, and I just I think I just love the show so much. I what are your biggest issues with it besides you don't like the ending? Which here's the thing, I I like the ending already as it is. I'm fine with it, and I also think that it's on hiatus. So eventually, hopefully, we would get a continuation of it. So that, that makes me mad at it less. Yeah, I agree. Like there. The only we're ever getting i won't be mad at it but i would be a little bit disappointed i'm not gonna lie i i'll say this the animation on this series which is from 2004 i think right something like that 11 oh 2011 okay which is why it's hd that's good yeah it the good thing about it is if he does eventually finish it you know whatever they can make another season or series based on the next part of it Mm -hmm. and it'll still be you'll be able to watch the original season and uh you know, it. I think it will be a lot better. My biggest yeah. thing is there's too many unresolved plot points. Like, sure. the York New City stuff never really gets fleshed out. You know, like, I forget what they're the called. The spiders. Because that's, that's literally it. Like, you see most of the Phantom Troop later after York New. And it's like, I'm like, okay, I'm chilling. My biggest issue with that is the stuff with Crollo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you see they're and that's i don't know if anyone's listening if you're listening please watch the show this is not a major spoiler like watch it. it's the greatest thing ever um when he goes to fight after his thing with hisoka in that arc like you never really like get much more of that and that bums me out like and but i yeah. but i do know that i'm almost positive from what i remember that he's in the manga after where the yeah yeah we is. we know that cool. there's more to his story and there's going to be but i my thing is i was just really disappointed like I didn't hate the ending of like him meeting his dad and everything like that. That was fine. Like I, I felt like that was whatever it was gonna be because like his dad's a piece of shit anyway. You know what I mean? Like he's one hundred percent. Yeah, I like the ending, but I agree. Like, dude, come on. <laughs> I was just like, are you kidding? We're not gonna get anything else. And you know, they set it up in a way that it's like, yeah, no, the story's gonna keep going. But for me, I'm like, but I want to, I want to see that 
I want it now. Yeah, I got you. Because like when you, I remember when you finished the show, you were like, "Oh my goodness, I'm so disappointed. This was terrible." And like, so do you? In retrospect, do you really? Did you really like the show, or you yes. like it was kind of a waste now because of the ending? I felt. I feel like removed from it because so the thing is i watched it all in like a month you know what i mean i watched like 175 episodes in probably two months uh, or however many it is uh so i think i was too close to it you know what i mean sure 100 Um, i think looking back now like yeah it's still a great show like it was a fun watch uh there's a lot of great fucking characters it's just it doesn't resolve and if you go into it knowing it's not going to resolve, then I think uh, I think it's okay. Like I think you'll be all right. Yeah. You know what I mean? And no, like I feel you. I feel you. If you know going in, it's not going to resolve all the arcs and everything like that, and you're going to hope for more, then you're all right. Like I think. yeah, I and, I and that's the thing is like I went in thinking this was it. I did not know because I'd never read the. I watched this when I was like twelve or something. I'd never read the manga. And I did not know the show was over. I had no. I had nothing. No idea of whatever was going on. And so I finished, and I'm like, this was super good. It it feels weird though. It did feel weird. And now watching it now, even if they don't add to it, I'm still satisfied with it. Because my main concern was Gone and Killua's arcs. That was my main and like you know what I mean that kind of stuff. And but we didn't even get for Jing and stuff. We didn't get a good ending to Killua's arc. I don't think. Like, are they going to still hang out together? Right one. What do you say? Are they still going to hang out together? Like, are Killua and Gone going to continue being like? I think that was left open because. Well, I'm not and not to spoil anything, but in the end, whenever they're kind of like going their separate ways, he's like, "Hey, we'll still be friends forever." Like, and I think that leaves it open ended to like, "Hey, they have plenty more adventures in store." But just at this moment, they're taking a break, which is cool. And they said their little goodbyes. Like, I thought that was cool. I liked Leorio stuff in the end. Uh, I would have liked to see more Karapika. I'm not gonna lie. Um, yeah, he did nothing. Like, I mean, he did a bunch of stuff, but then he, we didn't get like an ending for him. And I really was not. I I was sad that. Uh, Gone and Killua weren't going to be roll dogs forever. Like I thought they should be BFFs forever. Yeah, and I think they are. I think it's kind of like uh, how do I? I don't know if there's a good comparison, but how he's like, oh, Gon- Gon's with his sister. I mean, Killua's with his sister, and then Gon's like doing his thing, and it's like, okay, we're hey, we're taking a break, but we are still going to be because they yeah. say like, well, we're we're friends forever. Like, yeah, we are friends I forever. think Killua is going to go figure out his sister, and then it's going to be like back, you know, back to business. With it's with just Gon. it's so. I was thinking about it recently because I it's my favorite show period. So I've re I've rewatched the whole show like three to four times, and every once in a while I'll just kind of go back and just watch a lot of my favorite stuff from it. And I was rewatching stuff from the Khmer Ant arc, which is probably most people's favorite arc. I think it's I think it's a little bit too long. Oh, I like me like five episodes, five ten episodes. Oh no, it but, could drop twenty episodes easy. I think it's really good. I just I I understand what you're saying. Just some of it, like some of it with the Khmer Ant that I don't really care about. I'm like, okay, well, what are we doing here? But just like the the way that they do the king and the way that – because I don't want to spoil anything. But the way they like – the way they shift your expectations from what a normal shonen is supposed to be like. Like you think, okay, big bad of the final arc in the show. It's going to be gone. He's going to power up and he's just going to kill this guy and it's going to be like a huge big bad. Like that's not how the show goes. And it's yeah. super interesting. And I like how they subvert your expectations with that. Yeah, I think that needs to be said – like ahead of everything right like yeah it's it's not your normal shonen don't go in there expecting yes. dragon ball z fights like it's not exactly and don't go in expecting that that uh bi- i mean the king uh versus the chairman that was yeah. so good 
that's the thing yeah. there's so much good to the show so that's that's not i won't i would never say it's a bad show it's just mm-hmm. i i felt uh dissatisfied by the ending but i do hope we get you know more and if not i'll you know once the manga's finished if they never make another uh like an you know another series i'll just have to go in and read the manga to figure out yeah. the rest because i do think there's places for the story to go and it could end oh, in a way where it's like you know it's still open-ended but it's like okay they're all they've all done what they wanted to do like we need karapika's like ending yeah. to know like how he you know gets all the rest of the eyes and does all that stuff because his shit was really awesome too dude york and, is my favorite arc in the whole show and i think that's it's i don't know if it's controversial but it's definitely not the most popular opinion that is like oh that's Kurapika my favorite arc too. my favorite character and he's not my favorite character in the show but that arc with the phantom troop is my favorite arc probably an anime period like up there with like the saiyan saga and like you know what i mean like that kind of stuff like with the it, it is it's incredible i think it is so well done yeah oh my god i loved the york new stuff because i like the phantom troop like i yeah. i loved that part and i was so excited for more of that and i think that's why i say the chimera ants could have like ended 20 episodes early because then we could have got a 20 episode extension of that stuff you know like another you know the next section like greed island Green Island, yeah, Green Island yeah, was too you. long I, too. It, it was definitely the most shonen t- feeling type part of it, but then again, it's just it, it is so different because you have all the card mechanics, you have all of like the, it's like Sword Art Online but actually done well, basically. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's just such a good. I think it is just so well done, and maybe because like I know people that like it might just be bias. I know people that like Naruto is their favorite anime of all time and it's, they would die for it. And they think it's a perfect story. Like I'm loving Shippuden, but man, where I'm at is so boring. It's like right after where you are. Oh, I'm dying of boredom. Like it's so it's like, and we're in like the great war arc or whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's literally just like Naruto and killer B are running to the battlefield. Oh, and in this other location, you see these three other Shinobi facing off against this guy. Oh, but then you'll actually like Naruto gets caught up in this spot. Like, oh my goodness. There's no like what I really like Naruto about is I like the interactions of like Naruto and the dynamic with him and Sasuke and stuff. Itachi was probably my favorite character in the show so far from what I've seen. And I'm like getting like none of that right now. And I'm like, I'm just Dude, I'm trying to find a reason to watch the show. The, you know the problem with uh that too is that they make that the best part. Like, you know, the ending of Naruto original yeah. series of uh, Sasuke telling him to me you've become my closest friend is like one of the best moments you're like holy shit it's real like he's recognizing him and then you know Naruto uh, saves Konoha and you're like hell yeah and then they're like and then Sasuke for a second and then filler and then oh now you have a new mission go to Killer B filler 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 like I literally skipped 10 episodes at Dude, a time oh I I use a filler list I don't think I don't think it's possible to enjoy the show without a filler filler guide Dude, because man, there's so much. It's you, arcs. It's literally skip, twenty episode blocks of filler. This you, is in Naruto. You skip ten episodes in Naruto at a time. Yeah, because they'll go, they'll go. All right, Naruto trained and got this new power, and then they'll have five episodes where it's like, here's when Naruto was a freshman in high school, and he went on this one mission that you know doesn't matter because you didn't fucking see it in the original series where he was a freshman in high school. Wait a minute, yeah. man, but that's going to give you a tie to why something's happening no, now. No, it doesn't. How do you There's know one that? where it the really only move that Naruto uses all the time is Kagebunshin no Jutsu, which is a Shadow Clones. There's one where they his oh shadow that's my clones. favorite filler it's my i know what you're talking See? about it's my favorite episode where they rebel against him that's what i was thinking about hunter <laughs> hunter is 
There's no filler in Hunter Hunter. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You're like 178 episodes or whatever. I was thinking, look up a YouTube video of a Hunter Hunter, a uh, kind of like retrospective. The machete arc? Like, like a, a re- retrospective to like break it down. And I was like, no, like I want all the nuances. I mm. get it because it's almost like Dragon Ball Kai really does yeah. work. Because Dragon Ball Kai fucking works. Because it's so good, dude. I was 13 waiting two months for a goddamn spirit bomb. Yeah, for the ka. <laughs> and then Gohan was training and he did yeah, 48 no, push-ups. It, 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 yeah, Goku, and then Goku's move missed. Goku's like holding the... What is it? What is, the spirit bomb. What, spirit what's bomb, it called, yeah. though? The real name for the spirit bomb? Oh, I don't remember. But like, it's like... Like you see the energy essence coming from the rabbits, mm-hmm. and it's like, and he's like, "Oh shit, he's gonna kill, he's gonna kill Frieza." And the next episode, it's like, Chi Chi's like, "Today I'm gonna make a rabbit soup." Yep, and it's it's like a whole episode of no! like of like <laughs> yeah. Mr. Popo chasing a rabbit, mm-hmm. and it doesn't make sense. That's Naruto, dude. After Sasuke leaves in the original series, you can you can just stop. That's what I did. <laughs> I watched like ten episodes. There's like a hundred after that. <laughs> Yeah, and he's just babysitting Konohamaru and all this stuff. And I was like, wait, are we done? And then I read about Shippuden and I'm like, oh, it literally picks up right at like, they tell you, watch this episode, which is when he goes to train with Jiraiya. You know, you, he meet, there's like a little bit of an arc of that and then you're done. And then you can just go straight are into Shippuden. Are you guys going to eventually do a Naruto full 500 episode thing? No. Maybe not like full episode, no. but just like a retrospective. That'd yeah, be we can we can talk about Naruto. Hey, look day. at Everyone hates on Naruto, you know. It's it's a it's a meme at this point, but like, it's fucking good. No, I, I mean, I heard even younger. Like, I mean, ten years ago, I had friends who were watching Naruto and Naruto, and uh, they were like, "This shit is next level." Uh, I remember. I don't know. I don't know. It's what he was shown talking in as about. fuck, like because he's like oh the, the thing was special in. shinobi with the special gift given to him that nobody else what has. What is shonen? It's that company, right? So, well, no, shonen is a style of of anime where it's like a guy who's like a loser who Hunter gets Hunter's good. not shonen. Hunter Hunter gets shonen sometimes. It's like it is a shonen because I mean it was in Shonen Jump, but it's like it's kind of like the flipping the whole idea of what a shonen is kind of on its head in a really good way. What is like quintessential... It's ri- so you the thing really about shonen is, what is the main kid... What's quintessential shonen? The main... Dragon Ball? Well, Dragon so, Ball and like Naruto. Naruto, Bleach. Hunter Hunter's probably One, one Piece, probably. One Piece. So the thing about shonen that you always have, main kid has a can-do attitude and believes in himself and will never give up. Never. And everyone kind of makes he fun He literally of always has to say, I'll never give up. And they always say, I'm not done yet. That's what, like, the main thing of every fucking... It's and then Ryu. they have... It's Ryu from then Street Then they have Fighter. their friend who's the more capable, super cool version who's their rival. Vegeta. Every single time. Vegeta. Um, Bakuga yeah. from uh, My Hero Academia and... Uh, Sasuke. Sasuke. Uh, Killua. I mean, Killua is less... Of that because he's not a rival to Gon. They're best friends. Like they have like yeah, a rivalry. Each other kind of exactly. Killua? The white haired kid. Oh, dude, I, he is so I cool. Keep thinking but like his the name cool is, thing about is, that uh, in in the dubs, it sounds like he says kilowatt. Mm-mm. Kilowatt. Kilowatt. The cool thing kilowatt. about like their dynamic is it's like it's like you're saying it's not like Goku and Vegeta. Like I've got to surpass you and become stronger so I can be the strongest. Vegeta it's was like, salty as f- yeah. What's it's the true. Oh, no, but in Hunter Hunter, it's like. Oh, Gon has this move, and he's super strong because he has this certain type of ability that yeah. makes him super strong. But then Killua is just as strong, yeah. but in a different way. Well, and so they, they, well, they work well together. I've seen and that because everyone cool. keeps going, 
wait, you can track him by scent? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah. Well, because like, Gon is a hunter. Killua yeah. is like a killer. So there's two, they're, they're the two sides. And later on, you find out, like, there's an arc after a bunch of stuff. It's like later on that they find out about powers. Like, yeah, this... it's actually right after the hunter exam. Yeah. Well, no, they, that's when they go to after York New, because then they have No, to... it's before York New. It's the, um, it's Heaven's Arena. You're right. You're right. Well, I, no, no, I, I, I believe saying, it. It's, it's so well done, too. I believe it because there's so much character development, and I'm only eight episodes in. And well, so Kilowa is like, when he, he tastes the poison as well, like, Gone is basically like, oh, I ate a bunch of herbs and stuff in the forest. That's why I know there's something weird with this juice mm-hmm. when the guy tries to give him the laxative. Yeah. And so, then, then Kilowa's like, oh, poison doesn't work on me. Yeah. So the thing is, you find out that their chakra basically is this stuff called Nen, and every person has a type of Nen, and there's like five types, and they're like rock, paper, scissors type thing, where like some are more powerful against others, and, and whatever. Um, so Killua and Gon have two different types, and so they have different strengths, and it's really cool. And like what Finn was saying is like, they're never, they, they compete in small ways where it's like, let's see who can run faster, let's see who can jump yeah. higher and do this stuff, but they're never jealous. There's a part where Killua gets kind of jealous of Gon where it's like, he feels like he doesn't need him anymore. Gon doesn't need him and that's when he gets sad, but it's never like, he's stronger than me and, and whatever. It's like, oh shit, he's surpassing me to the point where he doesn't need me to help him. And well, it's like, almost like I want to like, be his friend. Like Gon and Killua, I, I saw were competing like, hey, let's race to the front. And then they race to the front of the uh, of the the first uh, one hundred kilometer run, and they get there. And then the uh, the the mustache man says, "You guys made it at the same time." So mm-hmm. maybe at some point, Killua realizes Gon's not competing, but Killua was competing the whole time. Oh no, Killua's the shit. It's no, just more. It, yeah, they're so dope for different reasons. Like my yes. Jesse, my profile picture fight? on Skype. If you see it, is gone. Like it's, <laughs> it's there's it's so good and they're so different, which makes like the whole dynamic <laughs> Dude, work. Do you want to know who my favorite character was too? It's like who? they're Salary so man. dumb. Salary man. No, uh, I loved the lady who was in love with. Uh, fuck, she was in love with the guy with the glasses. Uh, oh no, she was in love with Gone. Remember, she's like the creepy lady when they're in the Chimera Ant stuff when they're training. And uh, she keeps like her... oh, Bisky, the old <laughs> yeah. lady. I just love whenever she goes psycho. Yeah, when they're trading her... Creed Island. Yeah, you just she see her out. fucking eyeballs. No, not not Bisky. That's the lo- that's the old lady. Oh yeah, who who are you talking about? I'm man? talking about. Oh, the... you're talking about. Oh, you're talking about uh, Palm. Yes, Palm. Yeah, she's, she's so, weird. so weird, and she's in love with Gon. She wants to go on dates with him, and she's a hot forty, and he is fucking <laughs> eight years old. He's like a zombie lady, oh. but but she doesn't want to fuck him. She just like she thinks he's like um it's weird it's definitely creepy but they don't play it for like sex like she's like i want you to treat me nice because you treat me nice and no one treats me nice because he's like the nice kid uh and everyone else is creeped out by her because she's fucking crazy <laughs> is she hot is she hot no oh, she she's, she's she has no. 40 she has hair down like to her feet grudge dude yes oh. she has hair down to her feet and her she's like evil and then bisky's the shit though bisky's like this cute little kawaii fucking uh, like ten year old looking girl who's secretly f- fucking eight hundred year old old lady who ter- is super buff. <laughs> she turns into the Hulk. It's hilarious. Oh, it's so good. And and the nice thing about that show is too, it's never like played for laughs. Like the oh look, I accidentally uh, fell in this girl's boobs, and then yes. she smacks me in the head, and my nose starts bleeding. Like 
it, they don't really do much of that. And it's kind of, yeah. I wish, I mean, if that's your thing, like, cool. But Leorio's the only one. <laughs> yeah. But and he's he's kind of like like the bring like the bridge to reality. He's yes. like like a twenty year old wants to be a doctor, and he's like, "What is going on?" Well, what I love about him is everyone's like, "You're fucking." Tw- I, they're a teenager. I thought you were a forty, and he's like, "What?" <laughs> like because he looks like a businessman. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I saw that in the run. They were like, "You're an old man," and he goes, "What am I?" The the, the old guy with the suitcase, mm-hmm. the guy with the the doctor, Leorio. He went, "Yeah, Mister Leorio." Dude, you know the best he part of him? He dropped that after two episodes. The best part of him is, I mean, cover your ears, Jesse, but when he fucking... Well, I won't even say what, but that part oh, at the at very the end, end when okay, he you can fucking punches no, no, God's dad. Oh, yeah. nice. Because it's, it's so rewarding. Oh, my God. Because God's dad is a piece of trash. And, like, I love that they well, didn't... selfish. Well, they didn't play it like... I had to leave you to protect you. He's like, no, I don't fucking care about you. I'm a hunter. Like, basically, like, and and Gon even knows it. Gon says his only reason to see him or to become a hunter is to find out why it's so much better than being a dad. Well, I was going to cut you guys off so I'm going to ask something about his dad. I don't want to break up the thing, and I apologize, but uh, the, the last episode I saw, or the one before, someone's asking him about his dad, and he says, my father became a hunter, and I want to be like my father. Mm-hmm. And he th- he goes. My father became a hunter at twelve, and then he left and never turned back and looked at me. Are you telling me his dad was a dad at twelve, which means eleven? <laughs> no, Gon was born when he was eleven, and he abandoned him at at when he was twelve. And no, was I think the idea is that his dad had what? him in his adventures because that lady that's with him isn't his mom i don't think we ever find out who his mom is i don't even know who yeah, the lady so is but whatever what yeah. it is is it's like how ned stark came back from the war with john snow uh and they thought it was his bastard but like he was out in the world being a hunter got someone pregnant and dropped his kid off at that place because that's where he was raised as whale island and was like yeah, you guys are good. Raise my kid. Bye. And then left. And so what yeah. Gon's whole so thing is the... just saying he became a hunter at 12. He lived as a hunter. At some point, I was born. Yes, but and he, then he left abandoned me. me. And okay. so in the Japanese subs, he constantly says, he doesn't say, like, I want to become a hunter to sh- pro- pro- show my dad around. He's like, I want to know why it's he so wants good. To know why? Why it's yeah. so cool that he left me. No, it, why they don't necessarily like redeem him, redeem him. No. Like, they have like at the end it ends really well where it's like, oh, they're starting to connect. Like Yeah, they have a moment. Kind of yeah, they're making up a little bit. But it's never like, You're my dad and I need I missed you and like I'm so you know, it's more just like, Oh, we're you're a part of my life now. It's Leorio cool. lays him out and almost becomes the president of the fucking world. Because yeah. they're all oh. doing a vote for that and he and everyone wants Gon's dad because like he doesn't want it. And Leorio's like Dude, fuck you. I can't say why, but it's like so obvious that Gon's dad doesn't give a fart about him and he just wails on him. He cr- creates a portal in the universe and uppercuts him from under a desk. It's yeah, really it's cool. so good. Oh my gosh. All right, so let's let's go into Baki. There wasn't even can a we battle. Take a break so I can pee. Yeah, yeah go ahead. We'll That's pause. what I just did. We'll pause. Right, thanks, man. Because, man, it's been weighing down on my bladder. I'll be right back. Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we just started with yeah i don't know all um, right oh. we're so back about so before baki i remember um just a, a precursor i was texting aaron today as i finished baki and i was like this shit is getting stupid and aaron was like well it's your fault we're watching it no i said that i wanted to review grappler baki the 40 minute ova 
and go over the Netflix series because you wanted to go over the importance of Baki in the world of anime. Okay, and then we, we, <laughs> <laughs> and we fucked up, and we didn't know that this anime society. was so fucking weird. But uh, but we did episode uh, season one, and we did that. Go back and check it out, and it was a good episode. We had some fun, and now we're on season two of Baki. If you can believe it, season two gets even dumber. It and gets silly. It's strange because, in my opinion, I think by the end of it, it's better than season one. But I it's agree. Also, it's also d- d- super worse. And it's stupider. more rewarding than season one. But yeah. God damn it, is it silly and dumb. yeah. You keep so, calling it silly, and that's a better honestly, word for it. Can I just yeah. Go ahead. Like my, I think I think my biggest uh, before we get into whatever, my biggest problem. I think with all of Baki, besides just being confused the whole time and not making it not making any sense, my <laughs> biggest problem is that it's like it'll set up things, and then it'll just not like Aaron. We were talking about Hunter, like how there's no, um, like it won't it won't finish it. it yeah, it, no it'll set up things, and there's there's no payoff at all. Yeah, You're like oh man, this is kind of cool, and it's like yeah, he died off screen. I'm like uh. <laughs> yeah, what do you was, mean? That's that's the thing with this season that I that bothers me a lot is that. They they start setting shit up and they just forget it. It's like yeah. if you just start playing it, like let's say me and Finn are hanging out, we're like let's play some chess, and we do like four rounds of chess, and then we're like let's play Street Fighter, and then we start playing the game and we pause it and we're like we gotta walk the dog, and then ten minutes later we forgot about the dog, it's lost, getting run over on a train yeah. track, and we're at home building an IKEA chair. It like it's that's how I feel this season was is it was just starting a bunch of shit. I'll say and not finishing it. I'll say this: they were more consistent with people's injuries in the season than they were ever. Like people's teeth were yeah. flying out in the first season, yeah. and one second later they're smiling with a full mouth of teeth. That's really. true. But I mean, Poison Buddy had his teeth. Yeah, out. his teeth were knocked yeah. out and but, they stayed out. So let's start it off. Is as if we remember the season two starts off. There's this guy named Oliver. He's this giant Oliver. He's this giant guy. He's searching for these other. He's the guy that's in jail, but they let him out to hunt other people because he's a good fighter and And then he just learns judo and who fucking cares so yeah so he learns judo and uh they completely break the rules and give him a black belt anyways well because he can beat everybody and that but the the one dude the cop is like that's not how martial arts works yeah just because you you can beat people because you're bigger and stronger does not mean you know the technique yeah but then Um, the old guy's like fuck it give it to him bye but I did love when he tried to flip the old guy, and the old guy's like, nah, and just like pinches his hand yeah. and flips yeah. him, and he's like, what the he, fuck? He twists his arm into a pretzel. <laughs> and he's literally like, teach me, please. All right, so then we meet like the next kind of like decent tier character in the series, in the in this season, uh, which is the red-haired guy. He was in the the last season. He's one of the seven. Yeah, yeah well, he's one, he's one of the convicts, and he's. I forget the, his um, name, but I don't know his name. He has all the dude, tools. Can I be honest like, right now? Hmm. I know like four characters' names in this whole show. And is one of them Baki? two seasons of it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Baki, his girlfriend, the eye patch guy, and his dad. Like I can't name another character. Dude, eye patch guy's the shit though. Like last season when he cut his own hand off and was like, "All right," or they do cut his hand off and yeah. he's like, "LOL, okay, now I don't have to hold." back and break my on my fucking fingers and he just uses that stub <laughs> to punch as hard as possible so, so i mean so oliver is captured and then he is he's cornered by one of the the, the inmate the uh the death row guys um which i believe is i think he's a trans kind of like guy 
Um, because he's he's definitely attracted to males. It's yeah. Okay. You tell. And he's dressed up as a woman. He pretends to be a, a woman cop, and then they fight, and then he dips. And he's the red haired guy with short red hair, and he has like micro switches in his body where he can like unveil razor blades in his wrist on either side, his elbows, knees, feet, and he kind of like slashes up Oliver, he poisons him, and then he dips away. Dude, and he flees away. You know what I loved was when he did all those things and the fucking guy from the karate school was like, cool, cool, and beat the living shit out of him. And every time he woke up, he'd be like, stand up <sighs> and beat the shit out of him more. That was so good. Uh, He's like, just admit defeat, man. Like name? you say, you Ryoko? never, you're Ryoko? just waiting for a yeah. taste of defeat and then you just don't admit it. Well, the Kung Fu guy is very important. Ryo- mm-hmm. Was it Ryoko? Re- Re- Renzo? No, Renzo is the other guy, the older yeah, dude. the long-haired oh, guy. We don't know his name. Whatever. Um, but the, 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 the Shaolin guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the guy that goes to the Tiger the School Kai, by the, the Kai one-armed dude. dude now. That's his school. Yeah, and uh, so there's... The, we don't need to go through the, the whole story because yeah. it's fucking dog shit. I just so, want to yeah, talk so, about the main moments. Okay, so basically there's Oliver is... We think the shit, the season's going to be about fucking Oliver. And then he's giant gone. giant dude. And in the beginning, he fights the um like androgynous red-haired guy with the razor blades. And then the razor blade guy disappears and runs away. So we think that's a thing. Then we see Baki's hanging out with his girlfriend and they're like just hanging out. Baki no longer lives with the girlfriend in her mom's house. Now he's living like in a in like this. Well, no, he shitty... still lives there, but he squats in that place. I think after the dude kidnapped her, he was like, I can't live there anymore. And we get the resolution of that. Yeah. Remember, cause... he tells him, who told you you could put your pants on and beats the shit out of him while he's yeah. naked? Well, the thing with that, the, that guy is that with Baki <laughs> is Baki goes to... Some like yeah, some graffitied like mm-hmm. little cabin. I think it's somewhere. his dad's old house. It's like that where his mom and dad sense. raised him. Probably makes sense. I yeah. Oh my gosh. Like I think can we just like get my can we just get more Baki? Is that such a is that such a request? Like, I thought this season last we were season, gonna get it and then there was not there was not enough. Oh, wait, Baki. So yeah, no, it, man, it we really were is. we were getting it, man. We're about to get to the stuff we've all been waiting for, and then it ends. I'm like, uh oh. It really is. First okay. four episodes is just uh, Oliver doing judo and fighting the androgynous red-haired guy. And, and then Baki, Baki hanging out with the girl. Doing this. Oh, well, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's his dad watching them about to have sex. So, th- so, so this is a moment we need to speak about. Yo, I can't hear anything, so I have no idea what's going on. You like watching your son in bed with a woman? <laughs> and his face is like the animation on that was so bad. A girl sneaks into your room, comes on to you, and you tremble with fear. If that's your idea of closing the deal, I'll never be a granddad. <laughs> so, um, and also, so here's the deal is, is we're watching Oliver fight this guy, and there's things going on, and then we see Baki just chilling with his girlfriend, and... The girlfriend comes over and she's like, hey, I want to spend the night one night. And then Baki goes to sleep and then she shows up in the middle of the night. And then he notices, yo, she came into my bedroom. And he can tell because he's not looking, but, you know, he's like ninja. He's like super kung fu master. He can tell what you're doing without looking. And he notices, oh, shit, she's undressing. She's in my bed. Oh, my God. I think she wants to hook up. I like her. And then the clip we played at the beginning of the show he finally gets the guts. He's like, fuck it. I'm going to turn around and I'm going to like make love to this girl that I like. And he turns around and his dad's there. But one thing that I noticed just now again was his dad's eyes are red. Mm-hmm. And in this show... That means you want to fight. When people 
when people's eyes turn red, it means they're at pinnacle rage. Yeah, they're gonna like murder ready. you. Ready, they're mm-hmm. at like peak, peak. On either that or maybe his dad was down. Fuck, I don't know. But <laughs> well, in the in the dub or the subs, he I think he tells there's a part where he screams at his girlfriend to shut up two times in the show, <laughs> and like she just takes abuse. Like he's not nice to her. Like it's it's very weird. It, it, the dad, right? No, well, something happens no. after this. The scene with the guy, with the, the guy face with the mask, face mask. He tells her to shut this, up. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells so, her to shut so up. There, we'll resolve that in a second. So basically, Baki is like nervous because the girl comes in and she's ready to like embrace him, and he's super nervous because he's like, "Oh my god, I feel her touching me. This is weird. I feel her skin." And he's, you know, he's seventeen. They're both seventeen, so I guess who knows what their consent age are. It's fine. And uh, he turns around to hook up with her, and he notices his dad's in the room. And then we get this weird-ass scene where his father, the strongest man in the world, is, giving, like a fight is giving them like a birds and bees fight talk where he says, he tells Baki this. He goes, there are a lot of men out there right now who are looking for you, and they want you to be the strongest you can be because they want to fight you. And they're going to tell you that you need to focus on being yourself and focus on the fight. And they're going to tell you not to fuck because that'll make you weaker. And if you think about like real world, we all hear the myths of people saying for like, if you're an athlete, don't have sex before the Super Bowl or before Mm -hmm. the, because you'll waste your, your testosterone and Mm -hmm. whatever. He goes, don't listen to them. Make, he's basically saying, make, Make love and have and do it. He keeps saying the in words. the dub. Does he tell her fuck him until he can't fuck anymore, yeah. and then fuck him again? Yeah. Uh, he says he keeps saying he says do it. He goes do her until you can't anymore. He goes uh, do it um, before you eat, after you eat, before mm-hmm. you sleep, after you sleep, when you wake up, do it until you can't. And then he looks at her and she goes. Let him give it to you until you can't take it anymore. And don't let him give you anything you can't take. Keep oh, no, taking see, it. He tells her in the sub, you fuck him. Like, like let him fuck yeah, you. Yeah, it and was really weird. He's like, let him fuck you because, you know, he wants to. But he's like, you're a woman and you want to you want to be with him then fucking be with him and you fuck him until he's begging you for more and then until he's begging you to stop basically in the dub he tells her don't let him give you anything that you can't take oh no see he tells her you won't be able to take it but take it i think he said both actually yeah i'm not gonna lie yeah Yeah. i think i think he did say that because i think he's like don't the weird thing is is that so his his dad is in the room while like she's in her underwear you know once again modest bra and panties not really fan service he's in boxers there's no fan service shots and his fucking dad's there telling them like you guys should fuck (laughs) and like it's so like, stupid. Like, I hate he, it. He's like, fuck I hate each it so he's like, much. He's like, fuck each other hard. And, <laughs> you know, like, it's weird. He's the man <laughs> who makes magic. Oh, shit. Sorry. It started playing. And he's like, fuck hovering. each other hard and shit. And then, um, and then he leaves eventually. And then, and then Baki's and then, and like, then, next time we meet, we're going to fuck. And yeah. she's like, okay. And then they go to bed. No, it's the way he said, he goes, next time we are one on one together then we'll make love and her yeah. eyes just turn like sparkly well before that he uh she says did he just encourage us and he goes he's like, i think to he have, gave us permission to have sex 
And it's like, and I was just thinking, <laughs> how fucking weird is this, man? Like, it's so like, weird. And then they do fuck in another episode, like no, next episode. So like two episodes later, like I think, um, like, I think it's the next episode. I was, about, I was like, is this what it's like? I was like, no, the next like, episode as a small is virgin boy. I'm like, is this real? <laughs> no. So, so an episode or so later. Oh, the next episode is when the androgynous guy runs into the kung fu guy, Retsu or some shit. Yeah, Retsu. So it's very strange. The 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 um the red haired guy with the razor blade limbs, the androgynous guy, runs into Retsu, the kung fu Shaolin guy. They're both just shopping. Uh, I think Retsu's buying a book, and the other guy. I think they both went to a bookstore or something. They run into each other at an elevator, and I think the last time that they fought, they told each other. Next time we see each other, we're fighting to the death. So they run into into each other in an elevator at a mall. And these two fucking martial art masters are in an elevator with a mother and her small child. And they're like whispering at each other like, fuck, we're supposed to fight. And then Retsu, Retsu's like, let's fight. The Kung Fu Shaolin guy is like, yeah. And he's like more the hero guy. And the other guy, the red haired androgynous guy is is more like the villain type dude he's like now's for a perfect chance uh no actually the red hair guy's like now's not a good place to we're in public and the kung fu guy's like wouldn't bother me he wouldn't keeps bother saying me that. and they wait a minute and then they go fuck it let's go for a drink and they go to a bar and they drink and then they fight and it's pretty crazy because retsu the i think his name is retsu i hope i'm saying that correctly uh, the Shaolin guy with the ponytail, he basically kills the red-haired guy. The short yeah, he puts a hurt on him. He keeps punching him in the throat. Yeah. No, that's a different thing. Oh. Uh, he, he basically almost kills him, and at the very end, somebody else comes up. It, it, it's confusing. You got to watch it. We're not breaking all this shit down because there's mad people. They show up out of nowhere. But basically... Yeah, it, and like, then they just leave. Well, <laughs> the thing is, is that they're fighting, and the Shaolin guy is going to kill the red-haired guy, and then who comes up behind him? I think is it Baki's no, brother? No, so he leaves him. He leaves him laid out, and then uh, he's gonna walk away. And then people start robbing him. No, you're wrong. Here's what I'm saying: is is that Retsu Dude, we don't is need fighting? To go through no, every what I'm saying is Retsu's, like, Retsu's fighting. Retsu basically is about to kill the the short haired red guy, red haired guy, and the other dude comes up and sticks him in the back. Um, Baki's brother shows up. Mm. Who's Mr. Roydmaster? Mm-hmm. They bring like up this the hammer guy, guy, whatever they call him. Uh, his name Jack is Jack Hanma. Hanma. Jack Hanma, and this is one of the problems with the series when they start things and they don't finish them. We find out that Baki has a brother. Baki's brother was always very skinny, and he and was, he beat that ass already. Yeah, Baki was brother was very skinny, and then he got on steroids, anabolic steroids, and then uh, it was crazy, and Baki beat him, and his brother was upset. And then years later, Baki's brother's back. He's eight inches taller because he got uh, bone extensions bone, or whatever. bone extension surgery, which is true and mm-hmm. is mostly popular in Japan and China. But I don't think it is... makes it in a way that you can actually fight because those are still weak. No, like... if you get bone extension surgery, you're brittle as fuck, yeah. dude. You can't even like jog down a step, like a, a flight of stairs. Like you'll break your shit. So. His brother shows up and poisons Retsu right before he kills the red-haired guy, and he, and then. Baki's brother tells the red-haired guy, no, I want to kill you, not him. And then the red-haired guy realizes, 
oh, this guy Retsu just beat me up, is about to be left here by himself. He's getting robbed. He might get killed. I got to protect him. They create a bond and they basically save each other. He becomes a scarecrow. Yeah. They basically, he does. They basically save each other's lives and then they create a bond and they have like a romance moment in a, in a, in a hospital when Retsu makes him food. When there's one specific moment when they kind of like fall for each other. It's very weird, but it's fine. And there's, there's that new arc made. So now we have Baki and his girl are going to have sex because of the dad thing. We have Oliver fighting the red-haired guy. The red-haired guy fights the kung fu guy. He falls in love with the kung fu guy. What happens now is the kung fu guy gets him to a hospital, whatever. No, he gets him to the karate school. They the take care of him. in the karate school. Yeah, and then they beat the shit out of him. So whatever, he gets defeated. So we see that guy defeated. We've now seen all except the poison guy defeated. Poison guy gets defeated by Baki, but he poisons Baki. Then he kills red-haired guy as well. Like, remember, the red-haired guy goes to escape because he becomes friends with the karate guy, even though he blows up their gym. After they beat the shit up and then feed him, and then he's like, I... You know, he gets fed first. Then he wakes up and he's like, why'd you guys do this? And they're like, I mean, whatever, you're an enemy, but you were in need. And then he blows up with an explosive off his chest and burns the one karate guy's hair off, and then that guy beats the shit out of him every day, yeah. every time he wakes well, I, up. Yeah, we don't have to go through all of it, but that's a little jumbled. The poison guy's not even here yet. No, but then... I think the reason why Baki kills the guy, poison guy. I think the reason why red-haired guy blows up the, the the police school the police jo- dojo is because all of them donated their blood to save him yeah and the his whole purpose is he wants well, to i was feed. trying to get through this faster and that's why it was jumbled he just does it he blows it up then they beat the shit out of him then he admits defeat then he's going to leave because uh karate guy's like dude you've been you've been to defeat we're friends now I'm going to let you go, and I'm not going to give you back to the well, cops. Well, that was his second girlfriend, was the other karate guy. Yeah. So then he goes to get on the boat, and the, the poison guy's there, and he's all fucked up with no teeth because Baki beats the shit out of him. Well, that's after the fucking, though. We have to talk about the fucking. Yeah, fuck the fucking. Like, the, the weird thing about the fucking is there's just tissues everywhere. They fuck for, like, two days, and they... Yeah, that was so weird. What Apparently... No, that? we have to talk about it. Cause, all right, so basically, Baki and the chick... Dude, it's getting so late. We're fucking taking forever. That's why I'm like, we just gotta well, get know, through this. I, well, it's there's things. About Finn skipping, has an out skipping. at eleven o'clock, and it's yeah. I'm, I'm trying to go to bed, man. I gotta work tomorrow. That's why I'm trying to get through this. We can talk about the fucking, but, do your, but then do we're your done. Thing, though, man, keep, keep it going. That's what I'm saying. At least hit the the key parts because the key part of this shit is eventually Bucky and this chick fucking try to smash, and they do, and it's very odd. Mm-hmm. It's very fucking odd. Um. There's like, you know, there's the whole anime sex scenes. That's fine. There is a shot of them surrounded by hundreds of tissue boxes and crumbled up yeah. tissues. I'm guessing in order to not impregnate her, he's just nutting into tissues. Yeah, which is, I mean, all I right. mean, I guess. There's other places. Maybe he's maybe he's shooting his load, you know, places and then wiping them off with tissues. I don't know. And then <laughs> continuing to go. Because if so, then like, what if you're like, what if you, what if you, <laughs> put your mouth somewhere that if you came that many times you're gonna leave a film a patina of yeah. semen that you're gonna get on your hands so, later so basically Baki ends up having sex with a girl and he comes out and like it, it's it's. I mean I guess if we're rushing through it like the show makes it seem almost like a training montage like a some kind of realization montage 
And then the moment they leave the cabin after having sex, and they and they show a, a scene of sun up, sun down, mm-hmm. they fuck for three days, basically. So for three days, they have sex nonstop. And then they walk outside, and the guy from season one with the with the wheat cutters and the poison uh, hand, which we learn about this time, he shows up, and they fight, and they do a whip. They do these whip attacks against each other, and the guy poisons him, but Baki doesn't know. And then the fucking Russian guy from the first season shows up and they double team Baki and Baki's beating them up. And they're like, he's too strong he's now. He's too strong. Why? And the poison guy's like, it seems like maybe you had sexual relations and you've become a man. And it's very awkward. This is the part of the season. These like three episodes, two episodes. So fucking weird because they just treat it so odd. They treat like having yeah. sex as such a strange. It's like a power up. Yeah, like you had sex. Now you're. It's like you went Kale Ken. And it's funny because we were talking before the show, and we were telling Finn about like don't fuck until you're done with all your ambitions. Because <laughs> Baki would have been like, they would have been like, we're gonna fight you, and he'd be like, yeah, I'm done with fighting, bro. Like I found the other f word that's way cooler, and I'm just gonna yeah. continue fucking in there. Like you guys can fight each other. I'm not strong no more. Well, all right, so on that point, if you do want to rush through this, then we'll just get to the end, because I did have an idea. Before I realized it was the poison, basically, like, Baki fucks the girl, and then he gets mad strong. He beats up two really strong opponents at once. Everyone's like, wow, you're so strong now. And then other enemies are fighting in the background on other episodes, and it's great, whatever. And then Baki runs away from that fight from those two guys instead of beating them up. And his girlfriend's like, why didn't you run away? And he goes, I don't care about winning anymore. I just care about protecting you Mm because I love you. So now he doesn't care about winning anymore. He just cares about protecting the one he loves. And he runs away with her and they go to the cabin and they probably, you know, she makes soup every day and they fuck. And all the other villains and the whole story is happening in the series. And there's a bunch of things happening. But then eventually we find out Baki's sick. And we see her go to feed him and we see his face and he's sick. I thought before I realized that it was the poison, I thought what it was is he left his passion and he fucked up by cohabitating and fucking this girl and focusing on, oh, I'm focusing on pussy now. I don't have to focus on fighting and training. I'm getting weaker. That's what I thought it was. I knew it was the poison because they made a point to show that that dude's whip moves like opened up giant flesh wounds. And when they talked about how his hands were like, Poisonous. Oh, they showed the other, the other, yeah. the other guy. So eventually, Baki... and then they did that thing where they were like, "Here's this random dude that's fighting the poison guy that we've never heard of, and he's like a super master weapon guy." Weapon guy. And then Baki's dad's there, and then none of it matters. Yeah. So eventually, basically, like the next major point is Baki's sick. They go to the hospital and they say, "Oh, he's poisoned. He's gonna die." And then they're like, "Fine." So. Baki runs away from the hospital with his girlfriend. They go to the mountains to some healer. Oh, no, healer wait. Healer gives him medicine. We do have to talk about one thing that's in this that was your biggest gripe. No, we're not there yet. No, that's in the hospital. We see Muhammad Ali Jr. Okay, so so basically, out of nowhere, some dude like walks by. His girlfriend is outside the hospital crying, mm-hmm. and then this guy walks up, and he's like, it's okay, whoever you're praying for, you know, here's this lucky charm. I hope it's good for you. You know, they'll be okay. And that turns out to be Muhammad Ali's son. And then they do an interview with fucking Muhammad Ali. And they make him punchy, but he's like, 
drooling on himself. Yeah, he's shaking. He's well, it's 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 realistic. He's shaking like well, Parkinson's. That's like, I, no, I think he gets punched, punch drunk or whatever that uh, you know he gets like CTE or whatever. No, Muhammad Ali got Parkinson's. Or Did he? Shit. I don't know. He yeah he got he was he had the the tremor, uh, uh, Back to the Future guy thing. No, but I think it was from fighting. Yeah, his I brain, think it was too much. Yeah, brain, brain got rattled. Damage, yeah. But they have like Muhammad Ali drooling all over himself and trembling, and then saying like, "My son." It basically, Muhammad Ali's son was trained by Baki's dad. Yeah. After so he was perfecting Muhammad Ali's style of fighting, which was secretly an MMA fight style, which is like, yeah, except he never threw a single kick <laughs> or ever had to have takedown defense ever in the history of boxing. Where's was his defenses <laughs> were defending against those? And the funny thing is, like, they just made it so his dodges are really good. <laughs> yeah, he does those, like, those backwards jumping anime, like yeah. that backwards anime jump. Uh, so they just, like, bring up Muhammad Ali's son, which... No offense, I don't believe Muhammad Ali has a son. He has a daughter, which I thought would have been cool if they would have... If you're already going to put Muhammad Ali in the show, instead of making it his son, make it his daughter and and have her be the thing, and that would be like a cool... Because the show already doesn't make sense. It's a crazy show. So make it like even more crazy and like the first female fighter in this whole pantheon... That he has a son. He has a million. I'm kids. sure he has a million kids, but none of them are prominent. He, only he has, has. He has one daughter. Layla that's, Ali. That's the one that was a fighter. No, Layla Ali is the one that owns all his rights. And I think she was a boxer, though. Yeah. Uh, she, Assad Amin, Maryam Ali, Rashida Ali, Jamila Ali. No, I'm Hana sure he Ali, fucked a bunch of people, but I don't think any of those, I don't think any of those people actually became prominent. I yeah, think, no, he he just did have a son named Muhammad Ali Jr. Yeah, I think Layla or whatever was the one that owns. She, I think she's like the first. Kind of, I think she owns the rights to him, so that they, they should have made it her. But they made like Muhammad Ali's son was trained by Baki's dad, so now he's like the most dangerous person. And then we're like, "Why are you bringing Muhammad Ali into this? Baki's sick." And then out of nowhere, like, so Baki's in the mountains, like taking medicine from this dude, and then the dude gives him medicine, and then Baki goes fishing, and then they go into a cave with a bunch of like. Uh, Neanderthal skeletons, and then they meet a Sasquatch because I guess there's a living Sasquatch that <laughs> that Baki's yeah. friends with. And then the Chinese government. This is on the last three episodes, by the way. And then the Chinese government kidnaps Baki, and in order to heal him, they enter him into a Centurion tournament, like a once every one hundred years Chinese tournament, and Baki has to somehow. When fight even super weak, and then yeah, he Baki's, fought one dude. Baki's to sick, get, and he fights the strongest guy in the Chinese and beats Shaolin him in like one hit, and literally just defeats him. And yeah. now Baki's in a tournament, and they set up a thing. And we didn't even bring up the fact that Baki's brother Jake, who which we haven't even talked about, set up another tournament which already started, and we're two fights into it, and they just ignored that tournament. Like there's yeah. one tournament going on, and they're leading yeah. us into another tournament. The season ends. And they're just starting so much shit. It makes no sense. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say, I'm like, yes, everyone who's never seen the show, it is as confusing as it sounds. I mean, I yeah. feel bad that we're rushing through it, but even if we well, we should have taken a fucking hour and a half talking about our goddamn weeks. Then, I mean, it's all right. That's what we do, man. <laughs> yeah, it's just now it's late. It's all good, bro. Now here we are. Uh, it's just well. Here's the thing. I don't care if we even took an hour to talk about it. Like 
we don't even know their names. <laughs> it is confusing. What's the poison guy's name? What's the old guy with the glasses mm-hmm. name? Poison. Who has the teapot in the one? Teapot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, nobody's yes, name, bro. You know, Baki. Nobody. <laughs> um, but yeah, this. It wasn't horrible. Like, I didn't mind watching it, but I didn't watch it like you guys. I watched it over two weeks. So I just, like, watched an episode a night or two. I would have preferred to do it that way. Yeah, because then you watch a couple fights. I don't think you would have. You know what? I think if Aaron would have just binged it today, it would have been a little easier because me and and Finn kind of did. Because everything was so broken up. It's that if you. Everything is like two episodes are connected, then some other shit. Then so, yeah. They started like five arcs in this, and they didn't resolve any of it, any of anything. Yeah, yeah. It's we don't true. Know like, if, I'm intrigued we don't know next if season of the tournament, buddy but I'm like, please blind. just let it, the fighting. Yeah, we don't know if the red-haired guy is still or blind. Something. We don't know what's going on with the other tournament. We don't know shit. Where's the girl's mom? Like, we don't, <laughs> I mean, that doesn't matter. Where's the dog? Yeah, like yeah, we don't know where any we don't know anything. It's just all over the place and it's kind of weird. And I think it's because it's 23 episodes into an anime series and I think in the manga this is probably like 123 episodes and like like issues into a manga. That's probably yeah. why because they're trying to cram in so much shit. I did like the one dude who was a master of environmental fighting who threw up a sandstorm and like became a ghost all of a sudden. Yeah, that, was yeah, cool. that made no sense, but it was all right, I guess. It was just a cool fight. Yeah. And how bad he fucked that guy up who was supposed to lead the seven deadliest death row inmates guy who got the shit beat out of him by Jack and then him. Yeah. He sucked. Yeah. I just I'm intrigued for next season. I want more Baki stuff. I want to see more stuff with him and his dad. Like I wanna I want them to take the good plot points and actually focus on them instead no, of saying the and now the, here's this random guy. By the end of the next season, someone's getting abducted by aliens and then someone's gonna join PETA and be fighting for the fucking sanctity of the pig farm and the bacon and someone's gonna work at ikea like i'm not i'm i I can't do it if they do another season there's gonna be another eight arcs that they're gonna create and it's i mean unless i knew the manga and i knew what was um, what was gonna happen i don't trust that if they do another season they're not just gonna throw like eight other directions at us and then leave us with a ninth direction like they literally introduced this super china tournament on the final episode. Once again, just how in the end final episode of season one, Baki's gonna fight. Remember? Then, yeah, Baki's gonna fight and it ends with Oliver. Yeah. And then this season starts Oliver for two episodes, maybe three, three episodes, and then we see him again in episode nine or ten, and then that's it. It's yeah. all over the place. I I like the concept and the story and shit, but the people who whoever's writing this shit could eat a dick and fuck you because you're shitty at continuity. There's no continuity for any of this. Yeah. They're trying to stuff too much shit in. I agree. Yeah. Well, Finn, we're right on time for you to get Dude, to bed. Thank you so much for having me. I really I really look forward to these. I really appreciate it, man. This has been a lot of fun. I really enjoy doing these. We'll definitely do a Naruto episode later. And yeah. uh once Jesse's watched more Hunter Hunter, maybe we'll have him on and talk about it again and do more of Dude, a, yeah. a deep dive. We'll check in with him on that. 
You're welcome That'd on any great. time. I mean, what the fuck else are we doing? Yeah, sure. Dude, I'll hit you up. I appreciate it. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> time for me to plug my show. I have like zero listeners. Um, if you guys want to check out my podcast, we are the Shutterbugs podcast on iTunes and stuff. Um, we talk about like cameras and toys and movies and stuff. We haven't been very consistent. We post like one episode a month. It's just been really hard because we're – my two co-hosts are in high school and then I'm in college. And so it's like – we're having more free time now, but I'm also working two and a half jobs, so it's just a lot. But I'd appreciate it, and thank you so much for having me. This was fun. Jesse, please watch Hunter Hunter. Please. No, I like it, man. I'm already I'm, – I'm digging it. I'm eight episodes in, and I enjoy it, so I'll probably throw Yay. it Yay. I like it. I also like it because I don't have to really look at it. I can kind of just put it on and listen, and it's, it's sure. written well enough where I can understand what's going on. So it's a sure. nice, like, uh, throw it on in the background. Yeah. And I can kind of hear what's going on. It's pretty cool. I think it's I think it's Studio Bones that does the animation and it is so well done, dude. It looks it's such a pretty show. Yeah, it is. It's good. Good hand drawn yeah. stuff. Uh for sure. so we've got Bloodstained we'll probably talk about on the next off week since we'll both be getting it. Um Yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. And um other than that, I'm probably just going to keep plugging away at anime. I might see Dead Don't Die eventually. I my, I didn't even pay for my ticket since it was AMC Stubbs. I don't so know cares. what that is, so um i think this weekend we might have a, a movie coming out but uh, who fucking knows um if not i mean i'll just keith and i'll be back next week probably talking about whatever <laughs> um but we love you and we thank you for listening um sorry i rushed through baki i'm just getting really tired and I've been, it's not it's not that good don't worry i've been generally not feeling great so i'm, well, I'm sorry man i hope you feel better I gotta get asshole surgery, so until then I'll probably not feel good. <laughs> oh, well, have fun. I'll talk all about that when, once I get it. Um, yes. Yeah, you get to hear more about my <laughs> asshole, your favorite Can't segment. Can't wait. <laughs> um, Jesse, anything else you want to say before we get out of here? Not really, man. Just holler at your boy, Jester954. And uh, other than that, go um, go check out Bloodstained Ritual of the Night. This one's for you, Morph. Uh, uh, uh.